Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Dropped Frames. It's a brand new week. Zeke is out. He's with his, uh, where, where did he go? Cody's at his wife's in-law's house. Is that? I think, I think wife's sisters. Wife's sisters. Okay. We'll hear about wife's it all. sisters, in-laws, cousins, second, yes. twice removed. That's look, it's, it's all the same in Montana. Yes. Yeah. That's how it, that's, uh, well, or wait, he's in Colorado. Well, hmm. Whatever, same, same difference. Same, sure. yeah, same difference. <laughs> All the same wherever he is. <laughs> That's exactly true. He'll be back next week uh, for our God of War spoiler cast. That will uh, probably just be the three of us. I might find a fourth and and talk some God of War spoilers. But that's next week. This week, filling in for him, we got Golden Boy. How's it going, man? Going good. Uh, thank you so much for for having me again. Uh, excited of to be back talking shop with you guys i love having you on the show because you're my you're my pathway to esports right like i don't get it often uh but you're the you're the the medium from which i learn and hear about esport on this call that the dealer (laughs) bring you back in esports dealer he's the ears yes yes that's true the (laughs) esport first hits free is it how much what's the second hit cost golden boy is it too much oof my rate's pretty good these days. Oh so, God! Uh, we'll, okay, all right. Well, we'll talk. Just messing around. Just messing around. We'll talk after the show. I guess we'll talk after the show. Uh, that laugh you heard, first timer here. We've got the completionist, aka Gerard. What? What should we call you, Gerard? Should we call you completionist? What? The answer to both. You. You can. I answer to both. Gerard. Okay. Gerard. Completionist. Gerard. The completionist. Whatever. Whatever's easiest for you guys. It's all. It's all good. You can also call him Flawless J. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> is that what is that a street Ooh, name? Yeah. Do you call him? That's yeah, my the street call him. Okay. Kevin, Kevin. So the story behind that name is my first day at G four. I was nervous about messing up in front of Kevin Pereira, and Kevin Pereira said, "You got this. You're flawless, Jay." And then <laughs> I was like, "All right, yes, sir." Kevin Pereira said so, so I got to be flawless, Jay, and that that's just <laughs> and the names. The name stuck for the for the year we were there. So fantastic. The name didn't just stick. He literally kept doing things that kept deliberately damaging portions of the set and we just kept yelling flawless jay nice. the whole time so it is even better uh but yes wait what hold on now, what was the most expensive we're getting right into the g4 talk what what was the most expensive thing that you broke at g4 on set i busted i busted a light with a uh with a fire like a a confetti cannon yeah, uh, my first, sticks, my, you know. Oh, you popped yeah, it and it went straight up and hit the light. It went up and and exploded a light bulb. Uh, oh, and uh, it was funny as hell. Uh, <laughs> but you know, in, in the moment, I was like, "Oh shit, this is not good." <laughs> <laughs> well, is it on footage somewhere? Is that footage still? Is any I of the G four so. footage still out there? Like, what? what? <laughs> That's a great I, question. Okay, man. we don't know. I th- I think so. <laughs> Let me see. Maybe not. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I I didn't. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's still there for now. Okay. All right. Well, let, before we jump into G four, let's let's roll back a, a bit. Uh, Jared, why don't you introduce yourself? Kind of what you've been doing on the internet. Uh, we joked before the show. I've I've known of you for ten years, thanks to people like Jesse and and Dodger and just the circles that we run in, but this is the first time we've ever worked together. It's, it's yeah, crazy so, how that works out. Yeah, I have been, I've been doing YouTube for 11 years now, uh, completing a game a week, almost every week, uh, the entire time. Uh, I kind of got my start uh, because of the game station and, and maker studios back in the day. Uh, early on in my career, I, I met Jesse and Dodger and, and total biscuit and, 
Husky Starcraft and and right. that kind of back in the in the TGS days we used to call them like that's kind of where I got my my true starting and uh, I was a part of the group Normal Boots I still am it's a bit different but you know uh, that's kind of how I got my my true gr- grassroots and uh, I've just been doing it every single week for eleven years I thought that I would not be doing that I thought I would hopefully move on to 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 more bigger things uh but i'm still here i still love it somehow i'm and i'm still just as crazy as i was 11 years ago so yeah we, we have a ton of mutuals uh we do AP, this is the first this is the first time that we've actually uh talked and, and really really done anything together yeah it's it's weird how that works out but glad to have yeah. you here uh a game a week and and you're not just talking a game a week you're talking like you're platinuming these games right like you're 100 completionisting yeah it's yeah, it's a little more it's, than a game a week. It's it's I'm I'm doing everything in a game every week for eleven years. Correct, correct. Yeah, and for the for the first four and a half to five years, I was mostly by myself. I just was, uh, you know, I had some like interns or some some friends come in and, and help produce. But uh, after after four or five years, and this thing took off, I was like, I need more help because <laughs> I am going crazy. Sure. Uh, so I I I definitely still complete the games 100%. I'm I'm doing everything in that fashion that's never changed, but now I have a, a a team that helps me edit and do special effects and and produce stuff. So, yeah, and it's not just it's not just getting everything in the game. You know, that's that's what it was back when we were kids in the Super Nintendo era. <laughs> uh now it's like, "Oh, the platinum. Oh, this this new developer came up with a crazy challenge that no one's ever heard of." Oh, and and okay. and things like that. So, it, to me, it's kind of like I'm I'm doing research on all the games as they come out, and and I you know people make fun of me because I'll release a video on a game like a month after it's come out, and everyone's like, "Well, why did it take you a month?" And it's like, "Well, one, I have to complete it, and two, I have to make sure that I actually did complete it because there might be a secret boss you don't know about. There might be an Easter egg that needs uncovering. There there might be some kind of crazy thing that you've never heard of uh, that I have to do. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's. That's the job. That's 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 the that's the thing. <laughs> what uh, what? Okay, we're gonna go into worst, favorite, best. What's the the heart and also hardest? What's the hardest game you've com- like? Not necessarily in skill, but just like the one that's given you problems. If that makes sense. Uh, the one that's take. I'll, 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 it's hard because I feel like I've played so many games nowadays that none of them really phase me as too difficult outside of like bad rng or or a game breaking bug or something like that yeah the thing that took the longest was hyrule warriors definitive edition for nintendo switch (laughs) that took me almost 1200 hours to complete holy Uh, shit yeah and that was my second time doing it yeah yeah yeah, it was it was what uh, happened (laughs) (laughs) we're we're all Uh, just stunned what i don't why why did why twelve hundred? <laughs> and just so, out of curiosity, so, how many times did you beat the game in that amount of time? Oh, beating the game was was the easiest part. The plot took 10, 20 hours. Uh, but Hyrule Warriors uh had a tremendous amount of DLC. Oh. Uh, when when the game first came out on Wii U, there was only one kind of set of content, and that took me that that first three or four weeks, it took me two hundred and fifty six hours to complete just the base game yeah and then several years later when it came out on switch with all the dlc they added majora's mask dlc or that princess dlc uh 
uh, I think they added Skyward Sword DLC. They basically added DLC for every major uh, 3D Zelda game and almost every major 2D Zelda game, including some of the Game Boy and 3DS titles. So, uh, and uh, that includes unlocking all the characters, uh, doing all the challenges. And then post game wise, when they were kind of wrapping things up, they added a ton of challenges and the challenges there was three challenge categories uh each one had like their own set of challenges so the first category had three the second had eight the last one had like 15 or 20 something like that and the challenges were based on ranking for every single character so and in hyrule warriors oh man it's been a while i want to just 32 or 35 characters right now guys yeah i feel like i'm down i feel like i'm looking at a spreadsheet but hearing it like i'm just seeing excel pop up in my brain as you continue to talk that you know what i was thinking like can you imagine right like you know there's a there's a kid out there really stoked about this game right sees it pop up on twitter it's like uh hyrule warriors is coming to the nintendo switch he's like oh my god and then gerard same time on his phone looking at him, he's like fuck damn it i don't want to do it this is garbage you know like that's how i imagine when new games get released and gerard's reaction to it typically we've watched game releases before the whole time and, and he would always be like well i guess that's another game i have to complete yeah so, play that one and i gotta now, redo it again i have to i have to ask a lot of times when uh you know the the average gamer hears a length of a game from a review or a developer out there touting like oh yeah we've got you know this is like a 50 hour game we're like hell yeah we get to play are you just like fuck <laughs> you just pissed <laughs> off when they announced like oh yeah this game's gonna be 70 plus hours with just main story <laughs> like what's your thought process on that it just depends you know what i mean it just depends on on the fluidity of it like are they wasting my time is it fun like you know, I just completed God of War Ragnarok and the on on the hardest setting. Give me God of War mode, getting everything in the game, yeah, all trophies. It took me uh 70 hours to do that. And I loved all 70 hours. Sure. It was it was yeah, yeah. a uh, even on the hardest setting. Like that was a th- those 70 hours flew by so quickly. Uh whereas I just completed Callisto Protocol. My video is coming out on that in literally like an hour and a half from now. And that took me about 20 hours. And that 20 hours felt like 300 <laughs> because of all of the problems I had with it. You know what I mean? Oh, so it's mm. my brain is just like all over the place. Sure. Okay. It just it just kind of depends. You know, it's it, it, it really does. But at the end of the day, like if, if if you're having a good time playing the game, the hours just kind of go by. But in the case of Hired Warriors, like the there is a repetitive wall you hit. You know, I had to get every character to level 255. Not because I believed in everyone getting max level, but because I had to in order to overcome every single challenge. <laughs> and so that was a necessity to do that and and grinding the whole time. The is it is a little fairy in the, dude game. in the game? Tingles in the game? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. You had to play a single for like 300 hours. Oh, yeah. That's oh, amazing. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> that makes me so happy. Jesus. Now, does, yeah. your, does your audience like... If you miss something or like, does the audience help out or, or do they not see anything to like the finished product? If that makes sense. Uh, oh, they, they're the, they're the judge, jury and executioner. Okay. I started to say I, like, I can, how's, can, what's that relationship like? Yeah, it, it depends, right? Like if, if it's a franchise that I know and love, everyone's like, yes, another one. We love this. If it's a game I've never played before and I miss one thing, 
it's off with my head you know <laughs> uh i uh i i completed dark souls 2 a long time oh, ago god. Okay. And oh I, god I, I, did, yeah. I, I didn't but here's the thing uh to me it was a very like celebratory thing so it was like oh eight years of being the completionist it was such an honor to do that you know i hope you guys enjoy the episode and it's a blood sweat and tears project i did not know about the secret rings in the game that make your armor invisible which require you to beat the game without dying or using a bonfire i didn't know those existed in dark souls 2 and so the dark souls community plus my i didn't community even know that existed we're like oh my god you call yourself the completionist how dare you do that <laughs> and so now now i have to like go back and i haven't done it yet because i've been so busy but oh. I, I plan to to redo that video and show the world that yes i can i can do it. yeah one is not dying one is not seeing a bonfire it's two separate challenges to get two separate items um okay yeah the internet inter so I've, I've, I've learned the internet never forgets so it's it's <laughs> It's yeah, Gerard's a cool guy and all, but he didn't do this one thing. And but that he didn't one finish thing, Dark Souls too. Yeah, out of out of the four hundred plus games I've done, you didn't do this one thing in in a handful of titles. So, so it's definitely is it, guys. Is it, I don't even know why is he's it here. Kind of like uh, is it kind of like the American thing in South Park? Where it's, I thought you were the completionist. Like yeah, oh, oh, oh yeah, kind of, yep. Every maybe every, you should change the name of your YouTube channel, huh? Yeah, yeah. Call yourself completionist. The, the 99.99 guy yeah <laughs> so is it safe to say that dark souls 2 then is kind of the the golden one the one that got the, the one you're chasing forever at least at, at this point not particularly because okay. i know the game well and i'm not worried about it i just have to you just have to do it i just have i just have to do it and, and dedicate the time um and uh as you guys know during holiday seasons and really all year long with new games and news and stuff and you know, obviously, the 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 new job that I did have for almost two years, uh, <laughs> I I had to, you know, Change. I I can only do so much, right? I had yeah. to, you know, when I when I complete Super Nintendo games and N sixty four games and PlayStation games, uh, everyone's like, hey, these are cool. I love these when I was a kid, but like, why aren't you playing the new Yakuza? Why aren't you playing the new uh, the new Hollow Knight game or or you know, Silk Song or whatever it is, right? It's one of those things where. People expect me, hey, cool, I'm glad you're doing one for you, but <laughs> when you're done flapping around with Mario, can you get back to doing a, you know, one hit no, you know, whatever, no right. challenge mode? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's always that kind of thing. So, yeah, yeah. Do you remember? Uh, I think every like creator has that, that moment where, something went well with a video or a stream went well, or they hit some sort of milestone within kind of their journey to where it became, all right, this is it. This is what I'm going to do. Do you have that moment solidified in, in something that you could speak about? Or is it more just like I kept chugging along and eventually stuff started to stick and we just kept chugging? Honestly, it was, it was, I've always called myself the little engine that could just because I refused <laughs> to give up. You know, sure. I, I kept telling myself that, uh, the idea of a guy completing a game a week, every single week, throwing himself at the whim of the game and sharing that journey is a fascinating insight to the psyche of a person that eventually people will catch on. And it, it took and this was early YouTube when yeah. there was like 30 of us, you know, like there was no one to, to really watch and support. You had your favorites in the beginning. Now there's people doing what I do faster, better, stronger, and, and, 
and you know more invincible than I am because they've got that young man energy. But uh, <laughs> at, at at this point, you know, it's it's just kind of like I, I don't know if there was one point. I I have a handful of videos that I'm like this. I'm so proud of this because it it defines so much of 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 my career. Like my favorite video I've ever made is on Pepsi Man. Uh, the game, the uh, Pepsi the, oh, the yeah. game Pepsi Man. I remember yeah, this. yeah. yeah. Well, there, there's a viral video that that uh, this guy named Mountain Dew made uh, about Pepsi Man, and uh, no one knows this, uh, but I produced that video. I I I funded it. I shot it. The guy the guy in the Pepsi outfit is my good friend Josh. Like I I like had a, and in my video I talk about it and showcased it, and both videos did super well. But his has like you know 8 million views out there i think and and they always show it at gdq when they need to play pepsi man they sing it like it, it's it's like it's one of those things where it's like i did that like i was a part of that i'm that no one will ever know or care but like i had i had my little my little uh tidbit on it oh yeah that's that's my actual video yeah, but uh not the meme video not the meme video i didn't yeah, even know this existed i i was oh, completely blown away when you told me about this the first time Oh, dude, I am. I, I I await to the day where uh, where Pepsi will let me take the IP. I will reboot Pepsi Man. I'm ready for it. I'm ready to bring back Pepsi Man. The world is ready. Is there <laughs> is there a Coke Man, or is that just a different thing altogether? I, I a, so, that's the NSFW Showtime special drug dealer. I started to say, yeah, In some countries, that's a whole different meeting. In some countries, it's a whole different noted. Noted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a Coke man. You have a Coke man? I have a, I have a multiple. <laughs> <laughs> That's. I'll add that to the things I'll talk to you about after the show. Uh, yeah, wonderful. yeah, 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 yeah. Rates and Coke man. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> this game looks absolutely abysmal. How, how long did you spend oh. playing this? I I have to like. And was this a torture uh, or a fun thing? It was. It was definitely torture because hard mode sucked. <laughs> okay. Uh, those old. Hard those mode old places. Oh. Hey, oh yeah, sneak King. sneaking too. Sneaking was also a really hard one. That one, if you want to see me go crazy, uh, I, I've done a lot of these like fast food brand games because they're overtly hard because they're designed for you to to get from from Blockbuster back in the day and like yeah. play until it's done, right? Um, but yeah, I think Pepsi Man took me, I want to say eight to twelve hours. Okay, but. All right. The, it's it's like five stages so like <laughs> kind of you kind of have to like take that in stride oh, you know <laughs> jesus christ look at this fucking shit show oh, we're watching right now this, <laughs> this movie was made by uh by actually someone who had a coke man uh fun yeah fun yeah that. uh, you had to that's him actually oh, that's crap. him right that's there so... that's the coke man there you go that's oh, the snap. coke man <laughs> oh Japanese ads, Pepsi for pizza. Love to see. Yeah, it. man, Pepsi for pizza. Jeez, I can't. Believe, I can't believe this never came out in the states. It's only. It only came out. Oh, Pepsi in, Man's only in Japan. In in Japan, it's Japan exclusive. Huh. Uh, is he still yeah, used? He, in, is Pepsi Man still used in the marketing over there? I don't think so. But they were they were using him long after the campaign was over. Yeah, like he they, was a hit. He, yeah, like people still talk about Pepsi Man in Japan. Like they they did not forget about him. <laughs> how could uh, you? Oh no yeah, Sonic, how you tried. I mean, Sonic Adventure <laughs> stole from. You're right, hundred percent. Yeah, exactly. 
Crime. Oh my God, you're not a, you did the curse. That's great. It's actually great. a crime. I, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited that my video holds up even in silence. You can definitely tell what we're talking about. Oh, so. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. The, the narrative of the video is there without question. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, oh, that's the intro. Title of the video is called uh, Pep's Man and the Great Soda War. If anyone wants to go and check that out. The great Thank you. Soda Thank you for the War. shout out. Yeah. Good Lord. It was amazing. Good Lord. Uh, what uh for you like do you play games for fun that aren't part of the job <laughs> okay that's yeah. a no that's a no and i and i, and I actually got a, <laughs> got a no, no, that's a no that's a huge no <laughs> he plays one game oh for fun the oh. man is, you, okay this is how absurd he is as a human being all right every day i'd roll <laughs> up to the studio okay okay I'd, we have to go up these massive things of steps to get to where our desks were and I would always look at Gerard playing on the side, and he was playing Vampire Survivor oh, every shit. freaking day. The man's game was running off of, I think, like a, a, a Chromebook, and it was <laughs> at 10 FPS, and he was just ranking up, just nonstop. And I could not, for the life of me, understand this game. But yet, he was just, that. that's the game he plays for fun. <laughs> yeah. Just want to... Oh, that that's, games. Been, that's a great choice it goes choice. for a while yeah there's there's some game in that i don't game. i don't I don't, I, I don't have to think sure well, i just i know the i know the build i set it down i go get a coffee come back it's 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 like a clicker game i just know how to it's not what it's meant to be but i've made it that way for myself yeah, yeah. uh vampire survivor and is, I, is for people everyone asking. thought i was crazy everyone thought i was crazy but what is up for indie game of the year at the game award that's this year right vampire survivors that's what i'm talking about debut indie baby i'm not go. crazy game is great <laughs> it should win i bought it should win it's true it's not what's gonna yeah wait okay. what's also in the running we looked at those last week but uh, i forgot stray, uh, obviously oh yeah stray. cat game stray. yeah you gotta get cat, cat game in cat, there cats beat vampires it's a well-known fact it's true yeah everyone knows that that's the age-old rule yeah. of vamps out there so that actually it's it's interesting because jp's question brought up one it's, it's kind of similar but i think it's also different so like you, you play so many games to completion. Like, how often is it the kind of thing when you're you're playing a game, you've already beaten it, you know the story and everything, and you're just like, man, like I'm just not having fun, but I just gotta finish this. Is Ooh, that like, man? Yeah, that happens more often than I want to admit. This is the dark um, side of the pod. This is the dip. Because yeah, well, <laughs> because here's the thing. Here's the thing. I used to be a completionist. Yeah. Back yeah, yeah. when I worked in IT, me and my work buddies had challenges on who could get thousand achievement scores and i just yeah. remember when i first started it like i was like all driven like cool achievement unlock achievement unlock but then as we got towards the end of that like and and you know we all kind of winded down a little bit i remember like playing a few games where i was just like uh like i just get the achievement i'm like finally i can turn this off you know and i'm wondering like because you've been doing this a, de a decade right decade plus so yeah. how how does that how does that work with you it's honestly the the, the this is gonna sound super weird uh because because of my status in the industry now that i'm able to be a part of the review process early you know like some game companies treat me with a ton of respect and so what they'll do is they'll say they'll come to me and say hey uh we're giving you a game a month before everyone else has it you've got it before the press you've got it because you know you've been a huge support of us um here you go good luck and that to me is it's a, warriors it's a three <laughs> <laughs> I, 
all the I DLC out, from I, Hyrule Warriors <laughs> 1 and 2 combined in a one big old pack. Uh, no, they, uh, they, like, for instance, um, I think it was it, back in the day when I, I was, I'm still close to Nintendo, but Nintendo used to, in the Wii U era when no one was covering games, Nintendo would come to me a month in advance and say, here's the game. You know, here's Star Fox Zero. Here's here's yeah. Yoshi's Woolly World. And so I would just take those games and there is like this adrenaline based feeling I would get of like, no one knows I have this. Sure. And I am I am I am a weird gamer on the moon status. I'm the first guy to get the platinum. I'm the first guy to talk about it. I'm the first one there you know i was the first one to unlock all the costumes in mario maker when mario maker was happening back in the day and that was really exciting and thrilling and then i realized that the more i got hyped about it and like started posting online about it that people would just take it and not credit me and 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 do that and it it bummed me out on that front but more importantly i was like oh this was such a fun thing and then you hit those moments of oh there's a game breaking bug there is that one achievement or that one trophy that i can't get because the game is not done and it's not patched out and the developers are struggling to get day one patches ready before the press. And then you have this duality issue of like, well, I feel bad for the developers that their game is not completable at this time, but my job is to complete the game. So I have to do as much as I can. Um, and that's such a hard thing when everyone's looking at you, you know, like I, I talked about Days Gone. I loved Days Gone. Everyone hated Days Gone. I loved Days hey, Gone. Co's a, a good company. Co's a giant yes. Days Gone fan. Yeah, I make day, fun of days it for gone. weekly. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Day, day, days Gone I I loved so much. On, on, on launch it was incompletable, but I did my best to complete it. You know, I got every, and then like a couple days later, boom, like I, they patched it, I got the trophy platinum, I moved on. But like that's like the bubble we live in. It's like we have this like 48 to 72 hour news slash review cycle where we have to get it done. And, uh, you know, it's that's that's the, the fun thrilling part. At the same time, it's one of the most stressful because it's like jumping out of a an airplane without uh, a parachute because you don't know, oh, did I complete everything? I have no idea. And mm. developers, depending on the size and the scale of what they do, like yeah. they'll they'll tell you, oh, you're doing it great or eh, maybe not so much. Um, and <laughs> yeah. I end up, I end up, I end up breaking the games and then finding out new bugs and stuff that they never, they never anticipated. So developers will watch my review and go, "Oh shit, how did that happen?" And then the next day, it'll get patched. It'll uh, yeah, I, I think uh, in the in the slew of Five Nights at Freddy's games, I, I made a complaint about how there was uh there was something wrong with the game. And then, like the next day, Scott Cawthon released a patch update that fixed my problem. And thus, I was like, "Oh, great! Now I look like an idiot because I can't take that video down." <laughs> and the world just is going to see this in the time bubble and be like, "Gerard's crazy. He complained about this one thing that yeah. no longer exists." <laughs> it uh, it's it's crazy how much I can relate to the aspect of being on like a timeline, but also having the game have crazy issues. Because I'm playing, I'm currently playing a game where I have like three or four months lead access. But the game has crazy issues at the moment. So it's it's playable, but it's kind of unplayable at the same time. But I have to play it so I can give feedback on this thing. And I hate that. I absolutely it's like the worst thing when you're like, well, I gotta put 10 hours into this. It's really bad right now, and things are just in a broken state. 
but I agreed yeah. that I was going to do it. And that sounds like your job every single week. And uh, more power to you, man. That sounds. Yeah. <laughs> that was a, a very, very uh, distinct answer. Yeah. It. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. It's rough. <laughs> Definitely rough. But hey, I guess it works. I tried. Out. Yeah. You, I tried. You made a career out it, of it. it. So you're doing something right. For better or for worse, you know, I, I, if you know, everyone's always like, take a vacation. And I'm like, games do, do not take vacations, and neither does the completionist. So, yeah, I try, but it's, 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 it's all, it's near impossible just because me, when I'm not completing a game, it's another deadline I missed or another game that I could talk about in the zeitgeist. And by the time I come back from vacation, oh, no one cares about that game anymore. So I have to not do it. And, it's that's that's game. I'm I'm that that's just me talking about the game's media cycle, not so much being the completionist. So right, right, we right. all we all have that problem. <laughs> when I, I have to ask now, you brought up vacation. Have you had one in a decade? Uh, I've had two. Okay. Uh, so you're a content creator. That, that's that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. checks out. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I was I was I went to go. I was taking a vacation. I was going to take a, a, a two week vacation uh, uh, shortly as things were winding down at G4. Like I, I took a two week vacation. And right when I came back from, from my vacation, uh, in that two week time period, I still had to come to work because there were, I was the only uh, remaining X Play host at the time. So I had to still do as much as I could, uh, as yeah. well as uh, we were working on, on building the future and, and trying to turn things around. Yeah. And uh I came back from vacation like, all right, I'm ready to go. And then it was like, hey, uh, we're no longer a thing, so don't worry <laughs> about it. <laughs> well, let's let's spin that into the, the conversation. You found out via Twitter that G4 was no more, correct? That or was it worse? I, I forget because like Austin Creed found out while he was on a flight. Uh there was a bunch of like realizations. There were some very, yeah. very awkward tweets that came out. Yeah, around that time. So we yeah. let's let's jump into that, uh, and, and I don't know how much time we'll, we'll spend on G4 because it has. You guys have been around uh, talking about it and, and been interviewed about it, but when and how did you find out, Gerard? And, and also we'll ask Golden Boy as well after that. Uh, but for you, so, I remember seeing the tweaks. That went that went pretty viral. Yeah, that's the first time I've been viral on social media. I traded on Twitter for the first time, and I <laughs> didn't feel good about it because <laughs> it it, it Not led something to so you much can celebrate. Negative. Yeah. Yeah, Real quick, yeah. <laughs> before we begin this conversation, there are some people in chat that aren't familiar with G4. We could start at like... Good point. Oh, oh don't what worry. Was, there are a lot G4? of people who aren't familiar with G4, <laughs> so I think we'll just save the time right there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, well, I, I guess uh, back in the day, no. uh, G, G4 was a, a uh, the, the first video game television uh, channel or network back in, in the early 2000s. Uh, it, it combined with Tech TV after they purchased them, and... Uh, you know, it, it, the two big shows or the, the two or three big shows that everyone kind of gravitated towards in the end that everyone talks about was uh, X-Play, which is like a, you know, video game variety show, Attack of the Show, which is essentially what the Internet is now, which is just reaction content mixed in with sketches with celebrities and such. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, of course, everyone knows Ninja Warrior as this like sh show that got licensed through G4 that became this larger than life thing. Um, it kept going until probably around what 20 2014 is when it finally finally pulled the plug on it and then exactly. during the pandemic in in 2020 uh they announced that the reboot was coming back they were trying to build a more modern uh influencer-led version uh of of g4 and um 
you know, then Golden Boy got signed. I got signed shortly afterwards, and and here we are. Yeah. Um. That I hope was that was that good. Was that a yeah. good TLDR? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, that's exactly what I think people are looking for. I think names like cool. uh, Adam Sessler, Kevin Pereira, those were kind of the OGs. Olivia Munn was also yeah. on Attack the Show. You, mm-hmm. Morgan, Webb. Morgan, Morgan Webb. Morgan Webb. Yeah. yeah, we've we've yeah. had her on the channel before. Um, yeah. definitely some like of the, the paramount names, uh, in the, in the early household days there. Even. Yeah. Household. Yeah. Really, truly household. Yeah. It was, it was the TV network for sure. Yep. Um, yeah. and, yeah, and it existed when like, you know, we didn't exist on the internet because what we do now didn't exist. They were kind yeah. of the, the people yeah. that started all of that. In a lot of ways it was, mm-hmm. yeah, it was kind of the first version of what we do. Yes. In a lot of ways. The, the corporate yeah. TV way. Yep. Yeah. I get I guess they were probably rebelling against the like corporate TV way of life. So they were, they were truly what yeah. we are uh, yeah. early on. If you, if you really look at it that way, SLC uh, Twitch streamer, there you go. Yes, that's correct. That's correct. So yeah. uh, let, let's kind of roll back then before we talk about the death. Uh, what uh, like, I imagine both of you getting that call or at least saying, cause you, did you both have to go and like interview for it or did you get the call? How, what was the process? Why don't you go first, I, GB? I, I can say mine. Uh, no, mine was pretty straightforward. So uh, the guy who owned the Philadelphia Fusion, uh, which is the Overwatch League uh, team, yeah, uh, he approached me at uh, BlizzCon 2018. Okay, um, because we had ju- I had just done, in my opinion, what was one of the best esports deaths we've ever done in Overwatch League. We we it was myself, Brent, Sideshow, and Reinforce. I think I was there and, for that. Uh, yeah and and we were just it was just comedy off the wall it was nuts it was it was so good um those guys had a, a future with the overwatch league whereas i knew that i was like on on the way out uh so they were uh so he approached me and was like hey we're launching like this uh network um and at that time he didn't say g4 he was like we're gonna launch this like network and we we would really like for you to be a part of it it was like, yeah, sure. So, you know, kind of, it, it was just, I always, I'm always interested in hearing people out. Um, and uh, then he like synced up, his team synced up with my manager and then they just started, they just kept talking like throughout the year, this continuously, um, you know, was like a, a, a thing that was like looming in the background. It was like on top of all the other things I was doing, this was something that was like supposedly on the horizon could p- maybe sort of happen. Uh, and then, COVID hit and that we were supposed to launch during 2020 or 2021 or something like that. And then COVID hit and then that got severely delayed. And then the negotiations got really delayed. And then just all, it was basically just like, I didn't even know that they were auditioning people. I I had no clue into (laughs) that. Um, They just told me that they wanted to make an esports show centered around me. So I was like, well, I've never been like the star of a show before. Uh, because you know, as a host, you, you're always there to like the pop up everyone else. You're not yeah, really, yeah, yeah, you're a host. You're not really there to like be the star of the show. So I was like, this is cool. It's a new challenge. I would really love to do it, and I get a producer credit, and this would be really fun, especially coming off of Titan Games. I was like, this would be great. Uh, and then you know, obviously, the reality was not that, but it was. Uh, that's kind of how the process came to be. I was actually, <laughs> I was actually. Um, like a day away from not even going to LA. We were like packing our bags and oh, you're then talking I about moving. Call, moving to LA. Yeah, I was in I was in Brooklyn and yeah. then, you know, me and my wife were packing our boxes and stuff and then 
I get uh, a phone call and then they're like, yo, they're talking about not even like doing anything with esports. Uh, and, and I was like, well, then why the hell am I doing this? This doesn't make any sense. And then I, I like all these executives got into a call because I was like ready to back out. And then, and then they were like, trust me, everything's going to be okay. Don't worry about it. Just come to LA and you'll see everything's going to be fine. And two weeks later, those guys got fired. But beyond that, though, I met a lot of great people. Uh, and, you know, and, and I met Gerard <laughs> through that process. So it, it really wasn't like the worst thing in the world, but it was still like a lot of promises that were made that certainly were not kept. But a lot of us stuck around because of our love and our passion for G4. Like G4 is the reason why I like Golden Boy exists. You know, like I watched that in professional wrestling, like Attack of the Show Next <laughs> right. Play and WWF. That was like my childhood. And, 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 you know, to like, to be a part of it was, was, was really special, especially working with Kevin Pereira and Adam Sessler. And then, and then obviously like Gerard and Avali and, and Frost and the rest of the crew, like, yeah, I, they were all wonderful folks to like get to know. Um, so yeah. And, and that ultimately is, you know, and I didn't mention Gina, I should have mentioned Gina before she, um, before she, <laughs> you're going to get me a, text, a horse so yeah. in the mail. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, but, but yeah, so it was a great experience, but that was basically how it came about for myself. Yeah. Uh, Gerard, while while Golden Boy was explaining it, you did like a casting call, if I recall correctly. Is that didn't they <laughs> yeah, put something so, out on Twitter? So, well, kind of. So so when the announcement happened, where the you know we never stopped playing, and there's the that viral uh, campaign that G Force coming back. Uh, I I worked at Best Buy retail for five years of my life, and uh, how I sold games at Best Buy was based entirely on X Play and Attack of the Show, and <laughs> Nice. Like I, I, I was obsessed with it. It, it, it like defined me as 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 a young adult. And uh, when I made the completionist, I very much borrowed a lot of the foundations of my brand and identity around like what I got from X Play and and um and things like pure ownage and and other early YouTube content stuff. And so for me, when I saw that announcement about G Four coming back, I thought it was the bat signal telling me to come home. You know, like I thought. Oh wow, this thing gave me such a bright future and such great motivation that like I should I should try and 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 reach out to that. And at the time, uh I had just signed with a brand new agent and my agent knew the casting directors over at the new G4. And so he was like, "Hey, do you do you want an audition?" And I said, "Is that a thing? Can I just get an audition?" <laughs> and he was like, "I can I can try." And so Two or three months later, I got an email that was like, hey, uh, your name came up in a conversation. Do you want to audition? I said, absolutely. I would love to. And so uh, I had that audition with a casting agency. And uh, I didn't want to be rude, but the casting agency guy did not know what a video game was. Um, I could easily tell. And I had to like navigate through those waters. It wasn't bad. They just were like, they were asking very traditional acting and host questions, which was great. because. You know, I know how to do that too. I grew up, you know, I, I double majored in theater and film. And so becoming an actor, producer, host, director, writer has always been my dream. And I've been on the stage my whole life growing up. So this was not new to me. Um, so one one interview turned into two, turned into nine. I had nine Holy separate interviews. Shit. Nine interviews. Be a part of G4. Yeah. yeah it, it, whether it was an interview or it was an audition, you know, whether it was like, Hey, did, you know, I, I I have my great one, and it was like the first one was with the casting agency. The second one was with the 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 team that I worked with at G four, uh, Michael Leffler uh, and uh, 
and uh, Shaw. And Megan Lutz as well. Oh, no, it was Mike Shaw. Yeah. Megan, Megan wasn't there yet. Uh, and so it was like, yeah. And, and they were like, great. We'd love to work with you. And then it was, it was like seven more auditions that were sporadically paced out throughout the rest of the year. So throughout 2020, it was like, hey, we loved this, uh, but we want to see if you can do a review. Can you write an original review for us and perform it? And I was like, great, no problem. I literally do that all the time. <laughs> and they were like, cool. Uh, we don't know if you're comedically up to par with what we do. Can you show us a reel or can you do something where, you, where, you, where you're funny? And I was like, well, I, I have like a decade and a half, a decade of content on my YouTube. Of, of, <laughs> yeah, well, whether 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 it's on the YouTube channel or like being on other creators, like I, you know, I have I had a huge demo, so I yeah. like showed yeah, them yeah. a demo, and they were like, "Great, show us where you're reading from a teleprompter." And I was like, "My show was on a teleprompter, so like I just made up a copy and just did it." And so I auditioned and what and auditioned hell? and auditioned and auditioned yeah. and. Uh, at the end of, of, of 2020, like the week of Christmas, um, I got an email saying, Hey, Adam Sessler wants to meet with you. Oh, wow. I was like, okay, okay, sure. So I met with Adam and Adam's like, Hey, uh, we're going to do this video in 2021, uh, about like the most anticipated games. It'll be you and I together. Let's host a video and see how it goes. And I was like, great. And so I, I did this video and. My goal was to make Adam Sessler laugh. And if you go back and watch that video, I made him laugh quite a bit, which was good. And then afterwards, everyone was like, hey, that was amazing. You were easy to work with. Uh, we would love to talk more. And I said, great. And then three or four months went by and I heard nothing. And I saw Golden Boy get announced. And immediately I was like, oh, okay. They, they decided their cast and crew. They're done. And so at the time, I had been going through uh some crazy crazy health problems uh i i was uh kind of at this crossroads of like oh maybe i should should walk away from all this and just like walk away from youtube like i i reached a point where i was like i need to pivot my life and uh i went and got this life-changing surgery inside my stomach and i came out of the surgery and my girlfriend and my brother were there and they were like hey um not to freak you out but g4 called and they want you to join the team and uh i literally was like oh that's cool this is not real can you please pump the morphine i'm going back to sleep and so i i took a shot of morphine went right back to bed uh woke woke woke, woke up a couple hours later and they were like no the offer is real uh we we want they want to work with you and 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 at first they were like we want you to be a correspondent one day a week and after a while, I was like, "No, nah, man! Like, yeah, I, I can't just that's do weird. one day a week. Like, if I, if you want if you want me to be on the team, like, I'm gonna be on the team." And so I kept yeah. pushing with my agent, like, "Give me a couple more days. Give me." And by the end, it was like I was there full time, and uh, I showed up. Um, and and very quickly, and Golden Boy can kind of vouch for this. Very quickly, I learned that uh, if we had to like drop all the hosts and talent that was kind of scattered. Uh, it was like everyone was stacked on Attack of the Show, and then there was me on X Play. So like yeah. they hadn't really they hadn't really planned out the the X Play initiative yet. It was yeah. just me and Adam Sessler, and so for months I was advocating to hire more hosts to to bring in more people, and uh, uh, that's when they hired the Black Okage, and then eventually Frost joined the team, uh, and and that's yeah. kind of. 
it's kind of where it went from there. But yeah, I, I, the reason why I didn't go through that process was just because it was esports. So there, right. they had Gold, no Golden boy. Golden boy was set for a particular set of, 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 yeah. um, Oh, you have skills. Even though I said I wanted to do other things very much. So at the beginning, I was like, I want to do other things. They were like, no, 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 you're just going to do esports. And then I was like, well, that's just some, uh, like, I, I, I'm fine with that, but also I would like to do more. And I was just constantly being told no, that that is yeah. not what was budgeted. Yeah. So I was isolated within the, uh, the esports budget, um, which that was honestly just a disaster from Jump Street uh, because we all tried very hard to do esports content on TV. Uh, but we couldn't do it because we didn't have the rights to any of the esports content. So we had an esports ah. show where we couldn't show esports. So our show boosted, which was supposed to be right. kind of like the introductory point for anyone who wants to get into esports. Uh, we couldn't show them a game uh, without, uh, with, you know, and 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 we never got that issue resolved in the. 15 episodes that we did we never got that issue resolved of like hey can we like approach even though we were talking to riot games we had conversa conversations with esl we had a partnership with esl uh we couldn't show their content on tv so like the only time you could show counter-strike content through esl was through the uh a, a specialized show made for that called um the hell was the name of the freaking show jesus christ <laughs> I this don't even goes to show? show how impactful it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a separate show that only aired on TV, and that was the only way we were able to show um, um, esports content. And then that was the uh, that was the LCS the LCS championship. No, that series, was another right? show. That was another gotcha. show that wasn't hosted by any of us because, uh, well, to be fair, like I didn't want to do League of Legends content, and then there was like Frosty and Avali had their own uh, issues for wanting or not wanting to do that content. And then that was the only way we were able to show League of Legends. We showed an Overwatch League clip that I was in for 10 seconds, and we had to take the whole video down. Uh, right, yeah, I mean, it's all it licensing. Was, it was like a whole problem, yeah. Yeah. So it was just like, what the hell are we doing this for? And then when Boosted got canceled and we were told that we were an experiment, I was like, sweet. So what Jesus. am I here for? And then that's when I tried to get on the, uh, the X-Play team um, because... You know, I was like, this is what I wanted to do from the beginning. I just wanted to work with Gerard and Adam from the get-go. Like, literally, first dinner we had, me and Gerard sat next to each other, and we just chatted about doing stuff together. Um, and then, yeah, yeah and then that was... So it was it was like very chaotic, very, so was, very uh, topsy-turvy. Was, like, for you then, Golden Boy, was the writing kind of always on the wall that this was a little, like, scuffed? Or were you just along for the ride regardless of what was happening? I mean, you moved to LA for yeah. this role, right? Like yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, so I moved because, you know, truth be told, man, like, you know, I, I got to give a huge shout out to my management CSA because they got <laughs> a lot of money for that deal. And, and it was just like, it, it got you. to a point. Well, well, here's what happened. We were, we were the whole time we were talking and I was just saying no. I was just saying no. I was like, I'm not moving to LA. I, if you want me, I could do like, I could do the thing that Gerard was saying. I can come in one time a week. We could do some correspondence. We could do some online stuff. Like, I'm totally down to do that. They kept saying, one way or another, we're going to get you out here. And, <laughs> and it just kept going. So the uh, number the old just TV kept executive. Going up. 
get him out yeah, here. The, <laughs> and and it just kept going up to the point where it was like, my wife looked at me. She's like, she's like, hey, we're we're two brown kids from the hood. We got to take this. And I was just like, you know what? I think maybe we might. And and then that's when we started, you know, really entertaining the idea of getting out there. But like, you know, I knew that that wasn't sustainable long term. So me and her always had this idea that it'd be like a year two max in L.A. Um, because even if G4 lived on, I knew that I didn't want to stay out in L.A. longer than that because I, you know, I want to have a family and we yeah. want to do that in the East Coast. So, you know, I always had this in the back of my head because I had went through a similar experience before with um, this thing from Microsoft. Basically, Microsoft, it's a thing that not a lot of people know about, but this actually happened. And Mixer.com, right? Like, that's what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> this was, this was, Mixer this was a streaming service. That was a streaming service. Yeah. <laughs> predate Mixer, okay? When they were Beam. Oh, right? yeah, Beam. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So right. I was working at Twitch. Right. I was at Twitch as a uh, working in uh, on a talent, uh, talent management for the, our esports program. So like right. all CS, Vainglory. Street Fighter, like all these different games, I was helping manage the talent for all of that, right? I get this crazy ass offer to host a show on Xbox Live that will be uh, uh, created out of the Microsoft flagship store in Fifth Avenue. So I went through all these auditions. Wild. Uh, like, just kind of like the way that Gerard said, I went through all these different auditions to do this show um, and ultimately ended up getting it, but it was in New York. So I left Twitch. Because like Justin Wong, Kevin Lin, like all these guys at Twitch were just like, go for it, man. Like it's good pay. You, you know, you're not happy in San Francisco. Like, you know, I mean, I don't know many people who would be happy in San Francisco. <laughs> so it was like, go ahead, you know, take the move back home. Uh, you know what I'm talking about, JP. <laughs> right, I mean, yeah. It was not fun. Right. Um, and then uh, I get out there and literally the first day I show up, the, the guy who was producing the show was like, yeah, so this esports and gaming show we're going to do is now a Saturday Night Live sketch comedy show. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, when the hell did this happen? Ah, TV. <laughs> but it didn't matter because I had an ironclad contract and I was, out in, uh, I was out in New York, so it really didn't matter. But then when the G4 stuff happened, I was like, damn, bro, I'm getting deja vu right now. This shit's kind of <laughs> like exactly what happened. And, you know, so, uh, so you know, I, I knew. I saw the, the writing on the wall the moment I got there. Bro, the moment I walked through the freaking front door and I saw that we had this giant ass building, and then I a gorgeous I building, like, by the way. Like, I, you can't undersell. I, I should try to find a shot of that walking. And I was in, like, because it's insane. How much did this place cost? Found out it was north of like you know thirty million. Yeah, I was like, there's no shot we're gonna stay alive a year. Million? <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was, was insane. Let me see if it I can was, find it. Was, it. That shit crazy, man. I'm sorry for cursing so much, but yeah, it was just. Oh, no, it was it's just, fine. It's warranted. It's warranted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, like we, we, myself, Gerard, Will, Neff. This uh, is the. Ali, uh, we were. That's what, what happens we were, when you walk in, I think. Yeah, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Just a gorgeous, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, you know. Oh, but what you don't see is we had this uh, gaming setup. Gerard knows what I'm talking about. It was a gaming <laughs> chair. And it was, was sit, it one it was of those scorpion chair things? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It sure was. $20,000 only used once by Gina because she was curious. <laughs> it, it was yeah. just fucking oh, fascinating, man. <laughs> so uh, that just sounds to me like someone was like, I need a studio. And then someone was like, all right. And then they just went out and had the like, guy. 
a blank check and made a studio. <laughs> right. you, you know, I, I, so, so for me, it's a bit more difficult than that because, uh, I became an executive at the company in the last few months. This is like, I, wow. I, okay. I kept this, I kept it a secret from everyone because I didn't want anyone to know that I had any kind of insight. And I, yeah. and as an executive, I didn't really have authority, right? I didn't have the ability to like, move the industry or move the company's sway but yeah what i did what i did do is like anything that was problematic or an issue or whatever i would go to the people who needed to know and said hey you need to know this is a problem you need to know this is an issue and so i was kind of like a secret narc in a way but in a way <laughs> where where it was meant for us to push the to turn things around because there was a lot of decisions that were made willy-nilly or stuff that was made before we even showed up some some of the um the bigger high cost um decisions were made in secrecy like there were people in like a medium to like kind of upper management that would make a choice that they wouldn't yeah. tell the highest of management and so the huh. highest of management would get the bill and go what is this like this is not what we agreed to this is not what we signed up for and it's like yeah but the decision's been made and the contract's been signed and so there was a lot of trust being thrown around and 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 the the trust kind of being we're Comcast, we're G4, we're 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 going to be corporatized for a while. Um and it it quickly changed from that because once we saw so many of those issues kind of popping up, decisions were being made left and right and and you know, even me being promoted to being an executive was was a a, a fast a fast decision, but it was one that I don't regret because I learned so much and right, right. I, I learned, I learned uh, a lot about how uh, office politics work, even though I'm not really that kind of guy, but uh, it was, yeah. it was just really hard to kind of see something you love fall apart when you definitely kind of sat there and you felt the energy in the room, every single film shoot, every production we did, everything that we did, everyone was so into it. Everyone was so hype. We gave our blood, sweat and tears and and just we we try it was like that i always say it's like we all of us were spider-man on the train from spider-man <laughs> 2 just bracing and trying our best and uh you know in, in the end it it you know it what happened happened and we 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 gave yeah. it our all so corporate america yeah. pretty much <laughs> and, you know there was just a lot of there was just so much uh there was so much passion right yeah. um and and the thing uh, what's that funny chair, is like you were talking about how we how we found it yep it didn't look <laughs> quite like that but it looked kind of like that okay um yeah. it didn't have the the stupid legs at the bottom it was like more of a, a solid base Got someone it. in your chat was like oh where is it now and i was like oh, probably in a landfill like who knows it's just twenty thousand dollars down the drain sounds about right. um uh, could have put that toward a camera uh the <laughs> the point the thing like where we all found out right like i was literally in active negotiations with them uh to come back um because there was a stint of time where Wait, I was after you had uh, left because of the esports show being well no 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 so my contract had had ended oh right? it was like an um, annual a year they contract. had it, okay. it was a year they had a year and an option mm. and and in the beginning we were like yeah, they're gonna they're gonna exercise the option because I was doing I was basically like the 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 dirty work guy where like I I was willing to kind of like just do all the random things. So if there was like a, a, a promo, like a sales thing, I was willing to do it. 
Um, it, you know, if there was uh, like a, a, a seat that needed to be filled for a show, I was I was willing to do it because even though G4 had, a, a you know, a lot of problems on the managerial side of things creatively, I had learned and grown so much like as a performer, just being surrounded by the people I, I, I was surrounded by, like just do one show with Kasim and you learn what true improv really is. <laughs> the man is a, a he's a genius and he's so smart. And and he's so witty and his timing, his comedic timing is absurd. Uh, it, it's it's amazing. Or, or or take an afternoon and do and film a segment with Will Neff and just his the creative chops, the man's ability to just think of something on the fly and then execute on it is truly second to none. He's really um, farly like, reincarnated from everything that I've yes. seen. Like oh, yes. Oh yeah, he's very much so. Yeah. Yeah. He is. He's wow. if if Farley was just really buff, like that is what Will Neff. <laughs> I, I would love to have um, him on the show. So he's he's uh, marvel to watch in all things. He's, that he a, does. He, he's the best like wingman absolutely. I've ever seen on on Twitch for anything. Yeah, like, he just makes absolutely. it better. Absolutely. Or 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 Avli, right? Like Avli is undoubtedly one of the funniest people I've ever interacted with because not only does she get the humor, she gets the comedic timing, but she knows how to do the uncomfortable humor. She knows how to do the the, the off-the-cuff, very in-your-face humor, the very loud and brash humor. So it's like you're just learning from all of these people. And it was so unbelievably incredible to be in that environment. So I was adamant on getting back there and, and, and working with the crew again because I believed in our producers, our talent, and I knew that with changes, we actually could do something really special. Unfortunately, the clock was working against us when we didn't even know and on top of which, it, it was like there were just obstacles that were made for no reason other than to just give justify someone's paycheck. Uh, there were just so many obstacles and, and it just didn't make any sense. So it's like when everyone tries to point to like one or two reasons why G4 failed, it, it, it didn't because of the things that people think that, that it, it was right. Like, obviously, I'm talking about like, you know, Frost's video and stuff like that, like that genuinely was not. It was doomed before that because there and that didn't even cause a problem. It was just there were so many problems before that moment. And then that moment happened. And then it just <laughs> just cascaded from there. It was yeah. just uh, an unfortunate series of events, uh, truly. And it really felt like we were all brought there. And not just us. There were like upper management guys. Like there's this one guy, Brian Twillier, who I always praise to the ends of the earth because the man was like OGG4. We fought so freaking hard to get us to where we could, where, where we all thought we could be. And it was just, even for him, it, it was like, he was being set up to fail. It just sucked, yeah. you know? Uh, and, and I will never understand it. I, I genuinely will never get it. Um, but it, yeah, never doing that again. <laughs> at its, uh, yeah. at its peak. Uh, Golden had... boy, let me help you out a little bit. I'll let you understand it. Money. Yeah, a lot money. of it's just money. Money. Sure. Yeah. That's it. It all comes sure. down to money. That's yeah. it. You're That's not, you're not, I mean, it doesn't help when your building's yeah. just thirty million dollars too much money. You know what I mean? Like we <laughs> we didn't need that space to make the things that we wanted well, to make. Yeah. Um and, it, and what's wild is I'll I'll never forget when I talk to somebody who will eternally know more about the industry and this kind of thing ever than than anyone I know. And he said, you know, it takes it's like working up a chain of, of people selling an idea and making more and more money and selling an idea. And then it's a little bit more and then it goes up the chain and they sell that idea to that guy. All it takes is getting to one person above them 
that signs a paycheck mm -hmm. doesn't believe in the idea, nothing else down the chain matters. It's like working in corporate, especially when, when big paychecks start getting signed, it's like, it's like chain links upwards. Yeah. All it takes yeah. is getting to one person who doesn't believe in the chain and the whole thing just shatters. And he yeah. said the amount of, the amount of large scale financial losses you see are almost always because of that. It just gets to one guy or one group that they're just like, we don't believe in this. And the entire thing is and that's literally what happened uh that's that's actually like why mm -hmm. the whole thing just came crumbling down i mean i wasn't there for the final days maybe gerard could speak better to this but like from what i gather and from what i heard it was just new management came in and and i and it was just like one thing after another you're like oh okay this is happening and and this is happening like they laid off a bunch of people and you're like oh okay what was the reason for this and then now in hindsight it's like oh so so they wouldn't get sued Oh, that actually makes a lot of sense. Like they, they laid off a good chunk of people and then they, they had the final layoff at its peak. It was like 200 employees or something like that. Wow. Was that, does that number sound right? Where were they? Like Gerard? That, yeah. I never saw the 200 employees. <laughs> Majority of them worked from home or, or, or in, in Philly. We, there was probably was 30 like or 40 production house or building. something in Philly. Or editing house or something? Uh, no, most most of it's just because of COVID, right? Like everyone was. Oh, we, oh okay. We yeah. started working. We started this project was in the works for many many years. So, you know, whether you, like the marketing and sales team were not in the office, they were they were at their homes working in in different parts of the world. Yeah. Um. Whereas every the the building itself was specifically for um executives and and the creatives that would go into producing everything so the producers the writers the directors the tech people all that stuff um but yeah everyone else worked from home so we you know definitely didn't have you know i think i think there was something we were trying to do for a while was we were trying to work with other content creator organizations like smosh and uh funhouse and 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 opening our and rooster teeth opening our doors to allow any creator to kind of come in and, and make stuff and that's why uh, the twitch initiative was so huge for us because we were you know uh between will neff and austin show like there were at the last moment like a bunch of of twitch streamers were going to get their own gaming shows on g4 like that's what they were trying to do was trying to make the place a a versatile area yeah. um but i think i think the thing that uh that was kind of difficult to to ingest during all of it was just kind of seeing uh what everyone thought because gb kind of said it we were kind of set to fail from the beginning but you know, it kind of felt like we could we could change the minds. It felt like there was that we could have there yeah. was room for for massive improvements, and that's why you know I, I got to make a show called God of Work, um, right. which was a a TV show about uh, Kratos uh, working at a temp agency. Uh, I played Kratos, and it was like the Office meets video game characters, and that was one of the very few things we did. We're like, wow, the numbers were there, and there was going to be a second season, and we. And we we kicked ass with it, and and it and it felt really, really good. good. And I was, oh, thank yeah, thank you, thank you, GB, GB, GB played Mario in it. It was very funny. Um, <laughs> right, wow, yeah, man, uh, I'm, better, get, I'm better than Chris Pratt. Should, yeah, honestly, I go you know? hit up Nintendo. <laughs> I was about to say, go hit up there, Nintendo. Pratt. Can you give me you know, it's a me? Let's hear your it's a me here. Quiet on the set. It's a me, a Mario. Oh my god, it's better. <laughs> it's better. 
It's better. Nailed it's it. like I'm in Italy. What yeah, is this? It's, we're there. <laughs> like you're in Italy, Cole. You know? <laughs> oh, just give me a pizza. Well, what was great was we were gonna play. We were gonna play him as like a Sopranos type character. So like he was gonna yeah. run a ring of, nice. of plumbers. Uh, and, and it was. Just, yeah. It was. Oh, we had so many plans. It was gonna be so good. Yeah. The 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 plot the plot of God of Work was that uh, Kratos knew that Ragnarok was coming, and so he was trying to prepare the office for Ragnarok. And the last episode, it's revealed that Ragnarok is the firing and destruction of the company that he's at. Oh, uh, Jesus and, Christ. And, uh, well, Dude, it's, and it's, how are you going to spoil funny. this now? Maybe one day you could have done that. Like, I want to see this show we, now. We, you can see it. You can. There's a whole show. You can watch it. There's six episodes on my YouTube channel. Uh, all is one oh VOD. Uh, so how, the show close was the, how close was the finale? Well, did you, did you record the finale? And then G4 yeah. went oh, under? Oh, the whole... Yeah. The whole we, we, we did it in two we, weeks. We okay. did the whole show in two weeks. Okay. Uh, the best part about that, by the way, is the like the the Ragnarok like episode of things falling apart. It's yeah. hosted by Ke G Force Kevin Pereira talking about how he survived a few Ragnaroks. So it's very much like <laughs> I have yeah. been here before. That's so uh, on the nose. And, and so then a month ways. later, and then and then a month later, Ragnarok happened at G Four. So like you know, Jesus. we we definitely were very aware that like that was where we were headed, but not in that way. We we didn't know, but uh. Yeah, the show was a huge passion project, and and uh, I think it was our. It, it felt like our, the X Play's first true success. We felt like, hey, this is what the future of gaming content on 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 G Four and X Play could be. And uh, you know, we were so happy with it. We were so proud. We immediately got renewed for a second season, and we were about to go into production right away. And uh, and everything happened. Yeah, yeah. That's you opened up Damn, Twitter, dude. Uh, and and saw. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was going to sign the contract that day. So what would have happened? I, I guess there's stipulations in the contract where if you would have signed, it wouldn't have mattered, right? Like, I mean, it would have been not. I don't know. I mean, knowing them probably would have been able to sign and get away with it. Yeah. You know, I'm paid. You make that make that cheddar. Yeah, it didn't happen. <laughs> uh, you know, but I mean, it, it is what it is. It was uh, it, it just sucked. It, it sucked more. For our our colleagues who right had just worked so freaking hard in 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 just the belief of of what we were making as a group and i think that that was the hardest pill to swallow uh because there was like behind the camera there were so many people who just bled for g4 in some cases literally and it was just you know it was like kind of get seeing them get tossed to the side uh was the more hurtful part was the part that you know and and it it was cool too because you know at least when it ended we all got together as a group like so many of us got together and and it was like what 30 40 at a bar and we were all just like chilling vibing you know it was a real family atmosphere so yeah. you know at the very least it was a good experience for the people that we got to work with you know like we we all bonded i think yeah um that was special. That was really special. Yeah, I think um, good came out of it. Yeah, absolutely. Met a lot of great people. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, I I think at the end of the day, um, we weren't as far as like our numbers and our success. Like the the run we were given was very fair. Like we we could have achieved what was being set in front of us. Um, the the true issue is that everyone was changing what that goal was every day. And when you have a moving mm -hmm. target yeah. instead of a stationary target, it 
becomes impossible to focus in. And so um, a big reason why I got promoted was because I kept kind of bullying my way to make things without telling anyone, you know, like one of the most proud moments of my career was, um, you know, Yacht Club Games announced Mina the Hollower and, you know, their new, their brand new game. It's not Shovel Knight. And we debuted it on G4. You know, G4 was the place where we showed it and we had, you know, half a million unique eyeballs on Twitch on the front page. We helped raise a bunch of money on the Kickstarter. Like we were paid, we, we put in this work that was like, man, like this is what G4 could be. G4 could be a place for indie games to thrive and grow and, 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 and kick ass. And then, you know, God of work, like we can make shows that are a hybrid of sketch comedy and, and, and commentary. And we, we just had, we just, we were getting closer and closer to what could have been the, the proof in the pudding. And the reality is like, even if, if we had five years, if we had 10 years, it would have been enough, but you can't achieve your fiscal goals in 18 months. No, like it's impossible, which, which yeah. is to me, it, to me, this, as much as everyone says, Oh, it's bad management. It's all this stuff. It was a political, it was a political play way above our pay grade. Yeah. They were, they were this to me. And I, I can't, I don't know anything, but if I had to do anything, I, if I had to say anything, there was something in the higher ecosystem at Comcast that dictated how this all went down in the, in the final days. You can't tell me that a company went down because management showed up for two weeks and ruined everything, right? That's <laughs> the, the impossibility of that is like you can't manage in two weeks. Yeah, it's not right. Exactly. You barely even know how to log in your email at that point, right? Like it's <laughs> it's it's impossible to just do that. But it, it kind of felt like there was there was a hammer, there was a battle that none of us knew about way above our, our heads that we just had to kind of go, oh, okay, that's what it is, and we have to move on. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. So what now? We made cool shit. Like what, we made cool shit. Have you guys touched base with uh, any of the other creators, any of the other staff that were there? Are you, are you planning to do things with them in the future, involve them in stuff in the future? Or is it just, you know, moving on to the next thing? Like what's, what's the future, I guess? Kind of an open-ended question with that for both of you. Well, I, I could just say uh, Fiona, Kasim, and Case Blackwell, who played a lot of the characters on Attack of the Show, they, as well as Kevin Pereira, they've kind of continued their own thing called the Cream Team, which, uh, <laughs> nice. which spun up from G4. Uh, so they're doing their own thing. Cool. Um, and, uh, and, and, and it's going pretty well. Uh, Kasim's on Twitch for the first time ever, and, and he's actually killing it. Yeah. Uh, it makes me very sad considering how long I've been at it. But, you know, it's not the same <laughs> thing I keep having to tell myself. And it's because he has delicious, you know, beautiful hair. It's impossible you know, to compare. That's the reason Don't why compare. he's so successful. Yeah. It's impossible to compare. Uh, but, yeah, but they're doing their thing, and they're doing really well. Uh, Gina's continuing to crush it with her stuff. Uh, Black Okage Corey, uh, he just launched his own, his new, like, kind of like story channel just saying uh that was nice. that's really good if you get a chance check it out it's really really well done um so everyone's kind of like spinning out uh some keep in touch more than others um you know because like what happened was after beach house we all were we all had gelled so well together and that was the other like really freaking weird thing about this experience was that they were so dependent on us gelling together they did no chemistry tests for a majority of us and yet somehow, some way, the collection of us gelled together so well. People who had never met each other, who had never worked with each other. Uh, and yet, like, I knew Adam in passing, right? Like, uh, I knew Fiona in passing. 
And then Avali and Frost were in League of Legends world, which is a world I never touched. And yet somehow we all managed to just create incredible on-camera chemistry together, uh, which I thought was just, it was weird. Uh, and that's the, that's the other baffling part because it's like you literally just lucked out on people who like each other and that <laughs> want to work together and are trying to work together. And, and yet it just felt like it was actively being stopped at every turn. Um, so, yeah, so after Beach House, we all kind of went into our own. And Beach House was like a segment of G4 before G4 launched. It was called B4G4. And uh, we were all like doing basically the Beach House show, which was a, uh, an amalgamation of Attack of the Show and X-Play. Um, and and th- that was actually really good. And people really, really enjoyed that content. And it was just weird for our viewers because the content changed every week, you know, like, or, every, or, or where you can even find the content changed every week. Right. Um, all in an effort to kind of like figure out what was the perfect solution. And there just isn't a perfect solution in this stuff. You just got to work on it and grind and, 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 you know, invest your time into the various platforms. Um, and that was just never really taken into consideration much to Gerard's point. Like we would have been fine after a while and, and listening to us, but that just never really came to fruition. But now it's like, we're all kind of on our own. And some of us, you know, are doing our own thing. Some of us have worked together and are continuing to work together. So, you know, it's kind of a hodgepodge really. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do. I do want to add real quick, just cause I, 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 I saw this, this, um, this podcast and I saw the news getting posted everywhere about this whole Batman canceling thing. And I just kind of want to put that to bed because it, it, I don't know if you heard about this JP or, uh-uh. or Carnage, first, but it was so basic, basic, basically uh, there was a content creator that was interviewed for G4 uh, that was asked a, a, a question about whether or not, if, uh, what would they do if they had to cancel Batman? Um, and it just kind of like, it made them uncomfortable. They were unhappy about it. It like, it kind of like put a bad taste in their mouth. And like, that was kind of like, the point for them that they knew that G4 wasn't going to do well, and that's why they were happy to not be involved in it. Um, I asked all of the hosts and creators that were involved with G4. None of us got asked that question. Um, I never even got a hint of that. Huh. If I had to guess who asked that question, it was probably that person who I interviewed with in that from that casting agency who had no idea what a G4 or what a game was. Right. Like, so I, I, I we keep... I, my mentions yeah. every single day get blown up with, well, hey, because you didn't cancel Batman, like that's why you lost your job. And it's like, no, no, no. I don't know who said what. Huh. That may be your experience, but none of us were asked a jokey question about what would happen yeah. if we can't if we had to cancel Batman. Because in any world, it's it's not like the company is like, ooh, tell us your political opinion on Batman, the Cape Crusader to get hired. Like well, it's also no, a fictional character. So. There is no world. There is no world where anyone would ask that question in a comfortable, so safe and, and more importantly, I, real environment where it's like, so, okay, oh, yeah, that's, that sounds great. I'm sorry. I'm just going to ask a dumb question here. So the premise here is that what Batman breaks the law. So he should be canceled. Like what? What exactly is the like? What is? No, none I of us know. I don't none even of us know. know the prim- yeah, it's and, and, and but the problem was okay. So so here's here's the the harsh, uh, kind of perspective on it all, right? Um, a lot of us at G four, a lot of the on camera talent, we're all you know centrist, left leaning. You know, I would probably say sure. politically speaking, I don't want to speak for everyone, but like for the most part, 
you know, but it, even that was just like, you know, we just believe that people should have rights uh, no matter who they are. God and we should, you know, I can't do, believe you would you know, say how, that. How dare Jesus we, right? Christ, how dare we believe hey, this? Hey, Peter, do you even um, bet I should have. I should have done chemistry testing, Co. I should have. should have known. Nine I months known. of Once I saw you post happened. on True Social, I knew it was down the, down the road. Uh, yeah. no, but sorry. The, the, the sorry. thing is, is that, you know, I'm sorry, once Gary. that happened, <laughs> once that happened, a whole subsect of YouTube just latched onto us. Huh. And then used us as like you know the 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 whipping uh, boy, if you will, and and just to just to beat on us any any opportunity that they had, all because of just the. We came into this very clearly. Kevin Pereira was you know very clear in that he even said it in the opening video that we made. We were never going to punch down. We will always punch up. Right. Right. And old G four punched down that. a lot. Yeah. Yeah, old G4 punched down a lot because it was a different time in media and none of us wanted to be a part of that kind of culture. And and that was always going to be our goal. So I think that like a lot of the older G4 fans who, who came into it were expecting to see, you know, women in bikinis, you know, playing uh uh, uh doing wrestling uh, in 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 a jello thing or whatever. And like that was like that felt like that was the thing. And then like, you know, oftentimes like it would be me, Gerard and, and Creed on camera together. And then we'd all just be called diversity hires, or we were only hired because Jesus. of the color of our skin, not because of the skills that we brought to the day. Like that was happening a lot in the early days. So yeah. a lot of us got really frustrated because that was just a constant thing that was happening. And obviously some of us ignored it. Some of us addressed it. Uh, but like that, that was the thing that was happening. So then once that was established, then, then here comes the attack. Just here come stops, the people yeah. that, yeah. And it never stopped. And it was just every single day. And you can even go to Adam Sessler's Twitter right now, even though he does say some crazy Adam stuff. Sometimes, uh, <laughs> they, they attack him for no reason. Uh, you know, for yeah. like, it he kind of has had so, that, that, uh, anti-crowd for, <clears throat> A decade or so. I remember back when he was doing uh, like E three stuff with uh, GameSpot. Yeah. Probably, I remember that was a a big had a target on its back uh, or on his back, and, uh, and they never let up. Yeah, Carnage. To answer your question, um, I guess the person that was asked the interview question was about would you cancel Batman if he was white and rich? Which I which oh, I again that I, was the I, further I, question. Oh, okay, gotcha. gotcha. Which which I still which I still don't think like in a job interview just feels very. I don't know how that just incredibly again, weird. I went around forward in a job interview. Yeah. yeah. Again, I, I, I asked everyone who got hired as a, as a, as a host at G4 and no one got to answer that question. So to me, that probably just sounds like a shitty agency. Hollywood casting agent guy. Yep. Like that's just right. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. Anyways, it's wild, man. Yeah. yeah. It's wild. Yeah. Well, we're due for a break. Uh, anything, uh, uh, G4 hardly knew. I feel like <laughs> it was short lived. What can you say? Oh yeah. man. Yeah. What can you say? Uh, yeah, no, yeah. someone just said, uh, sorry. Someone just said they were like, oh, golden boy's doing the same thing that the critics said. And I just want to be very clear here. Critics. We saw the chat every time we went live because it was a mandated oh, 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 thing oh, oh, by oh. the company. And they yeah. were like, oh, to interact and oh, read you're chat? Just making things up. I, yeah. So we would have oh. to see the comments people would make in the chat and be required to interact with people in chat while the shows were going on. So these were comments that we were seeing all the time. Right. So it's like, 
I don't give a shit to make this stuff up. This is stuff that actually like happened. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, you can, it's just, it's just depressing that like, that's not a shocking say statement. Yeah. That you would see that yeah. in, in the, on the internet. It's how crazy. Know, yeah. Yeah. You know, anyway, it is was interacting it is. with chat. That was the mistake. Just in yeah, any form. Yeah. That's terrible. We asked them to not put chat in front of us. And they were like, no, you have, we have to have chat in front of us at all times. And, and that, that is not a fun thing to do when you're performing, you know, it, well, especially it, on that stage, like it's, before. it's one thing, right? Like when you're, you're a one man show or in a room and you kind of have a monitor get dedicated. It's another thing when there's like 30 people on set and you're, yeah. you know, in a professional production, you have a jib camera there and like, oh yeah, here's a giant chat screen that you need to read because Bilbo one forty seven needs to get his comment read. On <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we had and we had both. Twitch oh, and that YouTube Bilbo chats. man! Bilbo's an asshole, man. That guy's nefarious, notorious oh, Bilbo. Him. Such a God, prick! What a douchebag! Yeah, uh, but yeah, trying to we get have people both YouTube and Twitch, so it was bad. Anyway, sorry, Gerard. Oh, I didn't both mean to cut at you off. once. Bad, oh yeah, geez. yeah. We, we had we had both at once. Um, the comments were they were tried. Look, the, our our moderators tried their best to to moderate as much as they could, but it moved a lot real fast sometimes. And, yeah. Uh, oh my God, look, there is a Bilbo I, in your chat, by the way, guys. Just letting you know, I mean, they're I'm, getting at. Look, I, <laughs> oh, is there he's Bilbo? Vi- we'll find you, Bilbo. Bilbo. Make Sh- that suspicious user monitor that person. We need to know. Monster. <laughs> yeah you know I, I i guess we can end on this at the end of the day yeah. uh there's a lot of great people who who put their who really cared about that place and really tried sure. and uh i i i think to kind of full circle this whole essence you know i found out that i got fired via twitter right. via warrior 64 which you know <laughs> is the best place to find deals and news on twitter but uh also apparently <laughs> the greatest place to find out you lost your job uh and uh the reason why uh they found out before most of us did was because the press release release, or rather the letter to us got leaked before we saw it and so um that's how we found out basically uh to my understanding uh to the team that was told they lost their jobs were then told to uh post the letter and instead they sent to the world um yep there it is yeah. Um and hey there I am. Look look at look at that. That's amazing. Um so yeah, you know, it's at the end of the day uh <laughs> at the end of the day it, it sucked. Uh it sucks that uh it happened the way that it did, but I don't regret the experience I had. I got to meet Golden Boy, one of the one of the best in the game. Working with him was amazing. Um working with almost every host was amazing. Everyone brought something new to the table and uh yeah i i just say if you like the, the host that you saw continue to support them if you like the producers that you saw and the writers that you saw and people doing stuff like go support them you know there there's some talented folks uh who worked really hard at g4 yeah so yeah yeah absolutely good stuff man let's take a break yeah. we'll come back and uh talk news there's there's some gold uh, uh, are you up to date on all this smash fucking nonsense like, Dude, uh, brother it's oh been... my god yeah a little brother. bit a little bit uh, we're all brother also we got a little hulk hogan <laughs> on that one i like it 
Gerard is giving me nightmares as Macho Man because we played uh, wrestling games against one another, and this uh -oh. motherfucker beats me every time. And then Gold he does point. this stupid cream. He one hundred percent. I was very good at WrestleMania 2000, JP. All right, and then this guy. Just, he, I don't want to get into it. I, I feel like I it. feel like Zeke somewhere is upset that he's not doing. Uh, I know, right? He's just staring <laughs> yeah. at like a screen he's going, fuming. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> he loves he's it. He's doing Hulk Hogan impressions. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll do news. We'll talk a little bit about the uh, most recent releases, and then we'll wrap up this week's episode of Drop Frames. We'll be right back with more right after this. We'll see you guys then. Welcome back. Going into the second half here of the old drop frames. Golden boy, you want to give us the rundown on this, the smash issue. There's a lot to cover, right? Who are we angry at? That's who I need to know. Golden boy. Oh, Where do we direct God. our pitchforks? So <laughs> there's, there's just a lot. So for those who don't know, there was an event that was supposed to happen this weekend called smash world tour that uh, ended up getting canceled because uh -huh. uh, Nintendo essentially uh, issued a cease and desist to them. They didn't have the rights, rights for yeah. it. Now, there, there's, a, there's a lot of information, <laughs> so I, don't, I, I, I could be missing parts of the story, so I'll, I will turn gladly to chat uh, on all of our channels to give us the down low. Um, but uh, yeah, so basically that's what's happening. Then uh, Nintendo issues a statement stating that VG Bootcamp, the organizers of the Smash World Tour, didn't meet certain standards and protocols, but they didn't say what those standards and protocols were. Then uh, things were going around that the guy who runs uh, the Smash World Circuit or whatever, which is basically like the program that's overseeing all of Smash Esports for Nintendo, so it's like a third-party operator, which, fun fact, Twitch was trying to do years ago, um, but <laughs> it ended up not happening uh, for obvious reasons. And I think this is a great example of that. <laughs> Apparently, the guy, Dr. Allen, was going around and telling everyone, you know, oh, wouldn't it be a shame if you guys got canceled if you weren't a part of our circuit? And that's the Panda, uh, and, and, land, the, the Panda Global Panda CEO. Gaming yeah, which is another CEO, group. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so they're the group that kind of runs Smash Esports right now for Nintendo. They have the official license. Uh, he was basically have the the official acting like the mafia. He was strong arming oh, people. Yeah, yeah. He was You're shame he, if you didn't uh, was, pay for our protection. That's that's what the exactly. uh, the general consensus is is that he was strong arming yeah. folks to work with them to be a part. Wow. Uh, yeah, to be a part of their circuit. Uh, because they didn't want to prevent, they wanted basically to prevent anything else from getting bigger. Funny thing is, I dealt with this same thing with <laughs> Call of Duty and UMG and MLG back in the day. Sure. Um, so, so when I saw this, I was like, damn, I'm getting some flashbacks here. I feel like I've lived this before. <laughs> Look, once, once you've been in esports for a while, you've, you've seen the same yeah, trick guess, uh, a thousand it times. It always comes full circle. Uh, yeah, yeah, because like I was helping run a program, a company called UMG, who was making call of duty tournaments and an mlg were doing the same thing and then they it was just like this crazy yeah thing that like yeah and it basically now cdl exists and none of that matters but uh but that might not happen for smash um <laughs> and uh yeah so the panda gaming ceo essentially was like going around kind of strong arming people then they released a statement saying that they regret what he did but they didn't like apologize for it and essentially advertise their event throughout the entire statement because they know <laughs> it was going to be read by a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, 
it was a real it's a real this all happened in the matter of like 12 hours well uh, like Uh, the nintendo statement came out and then i think they released another the smash yeah whatever thing that got canceled and then panda released a statement later that day and then it just kind kind of kept going back and forth yeah it was just not good and uh and and obviously nintendo's like i just for the life of me, I'll never understand. I'll never get it as like, Japan. you know, JP, you're an esports guy, so you'll just, you'll just, you get this with me. You're literally sitting on a fucking gold mine, bro. <laughs> you got Super Smash Brothers, one of the most competitive fighting games ever created, and millions of people love it. And all you have to do is just give Nyota support. It's, just little, it's little Japan, push, man. It's, that's, they just don't. They just don't. Yeah. It, it it actually baffles my mind but anyway yeah. uh so yeah that's the situation and uh where we are right now smash world tour is still canceled uh and uh, oh but ludwig stepped in though and i guess he's gonna do his he's own thing do called another the tournament? World tour nice. yeah yeah he's gonna do another tournament um and uh yeah i guess good luck shutting down ludwig uh panda so <laughs> that, that's that's he's got, he's got mr beast been. backing yeah he's, he's yeah, got, yeah 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 he's got they're some money involved they're yeah. good yeah uh it's it's a whole a whole mess that we covered some small facets of it the other facet too is that like because panda was brought into this and and because they released statements that they also have a massive amount of staff and a massive amount of that staff has left because of just the vitriol of the internet uh finding needing a target essentially well, and also, too, the unfortunate thing is that a lot of the people who are staying there, because obviously, you know, it's their job and they need yeah. to work, yeah, yeah. they're being harassed, they're getting doxxed, it's, it's been really bad. So it, it's yeah, like when nasty. the Smash community goes in, they go, they go hard in the paint, <laughs> uh, and, and it has is, is been rough. Yeah. Oh, but someone in my chat just said um, 80% of the signed FGC players have left or removed references to Panda from their socials. That's actually a significant amount of players because Panda was everywhere. Yeah. They had a lot of players in the FGC. So they went from like feeling comfortable enough to strong arm other people to like basically being canceled from their own industry from the sounds of it. A little bit. I mean, they still have the license, but it it seems like a lot of people are just not going to participate in a lot of ways. Like Mm. it's a mess. It's an absolute fucking mess. The thing is, is I don't think that this is really going to hurt smash in the long term. Like honestly speaking, smash. I know this sounds weird. Exactly. Smash is eternal, man. Like uh, how many ups and downs has this community been in? They're going to be fine. They'll find a way because they always do. It's the smash community. I mean, or at least that's what I want to think. You know, I think it's true. I, I, I believe in that. Yeah. I don't, the, the times that I catch Smash, I'm not an avid watcher, but I'll I'll watch a grand finals because that shit's always crazy hype. Always uh, hype. No matter what the final is and whoever's in it, it's always insane. There's always crazy storylines being written. Um, but it's it's tough to follow the like the small granular details in, in a story like this because there's so much and it's it's honestly yeah. moving so fast the past couple of days. Um, and I've seen like you know giant names in the FGC remove like panda or or all altogether leave yeah jay wong yeah jay wong like, he, being one he's out yeah oh it's, yeah uh, it's yeah like one of the five esport names i know yeah j- yes yeah okay wow yeah big deal so if you know if you Golden know boy, for jay the record wong, you're you another one yeah! <laughs> take it baby yeah buddy <laughs> yeah yeah I, I touched base with uh with jay wong earlier today he's fine he's going to japan he's flying to japan right he's on a 12-hour flight and he doesn't have wireless 
He's very upset about that. Oh, that oh, is a re no. good reason to be upset. Yeah, he he was yeah. not super thrilled uh, about his what flight. What is this, 1990? Yeah. Oh, uh, 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 yes. it's a long flight. That's a long flight. Yeah. You need a handkerchief to do one of those things with. Oh, girls. Golden Boy, I'll go back to you as well for this next bit of news. Tom French. Sure is leaving 343 Industries. He is the multiplayer creative director on Halo Infinite. He's also been yeah. there for just a massive amount of Halo stuff over the past uh, 11 and a half years, I think. Wow. Yeah, he's been there for a minute. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How, how's kind of uh, the, the Halo world taking that? Is, is that a like, hey, we can get some new blood in there, try some new things, or is that a like, uh, maybe this, uh, how's it going? JP, the Halo community is a precious onion. With multiple layers yeah. that need to be curated and cared for. Okay. Uh, you know, the um the all right. So I I'd known Tom for a little while. I used to come out to a few of the events. Really nice guy. Always had like a wicked beard and haircut. Yeah, he's, Guys, he's always uh, got like a mohawk, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, so he was there, uh, I believe uh H four into H five. Um, so not Bungie, or and, and I could be misspeaking here, but he was very much a part of like the new uh generation, if you will, of like Halo devs. Um, and obviously, it depends on who you ask, right? For some people, obviously, you know, you, you, I always heard good things about him behind the scenes, uh, from a lot of my colleagues, uh, who, who left 343 or who are still at 343, all said great things about him. Uh, there it is. I'm telling you, man, the mohawk and the beard the guy makes it work. Yeah. Um, oh, nice. And uh, I think that's when they announced that Halo Infinite was like playable on uh, that Monday. That's that's where that shot. I believe from. so. Yeah. 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 Um, and uh, so there's always that mindset of like, oh, you know, he had a great run. Obviously, Halo, regardless of your thoughts on it, sold millions of copies. So like it's still relative. It was still an insanely successful franchise. Yeah. Lots to be happy about if you are a triple A developer with a resume like that. Uh, but then, obviously, you know, you get down to the to the Twitter replies and the <laughs> community sentiment, if you will, and a lot of them, obviously, uh, you know, diehards of H three and H uh, two, very much celebrating his departure, which is like really weird. Um, and then there's been a lot of changes within the company uh, because uh, uh, Bonnie Ross left, um, and uh, Pierre, I forget his last name, but he took over. And he's actually amazing. Uh, he he's like one of the guys that like he's the reason why Master Chief Collection is where it's at right now and where it should have been from the beginning. Yeah. Like him and his team, they're the reason why they they just absolutely knocked it out of the park. And in some cases, MCC, you know, pains me to say is is even better than Halo Infinite. Uh, I would say outside of Forge, uh, because Forge mode is just in Halo Infinite is is literally top top class. I've heard really good things um, about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What people are making in Forge mode right now is just, it's out of this world. Um, but that being said, uh, there is a, a lot of conversation of like, oh, is this just not like shuffling of upper management because, you know, changes needed to be made? So obviously people have their, their tinfoil hats on, uh, trying to act as if this is like a part of some bigger thing to just like expunge any of the H4, H5 mindset from 343, which I don't necessarily believe that that's true. I just think the guy worked there for a really long time and was ready to just take on a new chapter in his life. Yeah. Sometimes just as simple as that. I, you know, I but think... you know, everything's a conspiracy these days, guys. <laughs> All right. That is a true. Conspiracy. We are on the internet. I, I think if you work on anything, like you said, 11 and a half years, it's a lot. If you work on something yeah. like halo where you're getting 
constant feedback, constant wanted feedback. or not. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. probably is more like 30 years on your life. You can't right? really be creative in Halo. You know, Ooh, it's just like yeah. if you try and do something different, you're going to get eviscerated by the community. And then yeah, if true. you, and even now, you want to know what's even crazier? Okay, check this out, right? There's a contingent of, of players that are advocating for the return of Halo 5. So we now have to go back to Halo 5 like, esports, go back to Halo 5, huh. like gameplay. Oh, so oh, there, oh. It, it's every game of Halo has been so different that there are people. There's like the H3, H2 camp. There's the H1 camp. Then there's the reach players. Then there, well, there aren't that a lot of Halo 4 players, but <laughs> some of those are Halo 5 fans. So they want to go back to that. And then, you know, you have the infinite game, uh, you know, fans who like, are kind of it trends more toward the H3 fans. It's just so all over the place. Yeah. It's it's nuts. It's it, it, it uh, really is crazy. It reminds me a lot it's of onion, the, yeah. Onion seems to be a good uh, way to say it. That's true. Yeah. Precious onion. It reminds me you a know. lot of the Battlefield world. Cuz like right now oh, yeah. Battlefield is I want to say the majority of Battlefield players are playing Battlefield 5. There's also a large consensus of them playing Battlefield 1 which is that happens a lot though. Yeah. And then right? battlefield four is also still incredibly popular. It's always yeah. been popular. Like people love battlefield four. They love Once going, the game got fixed. Yeah. It was made. Like, everyone was like, this War's is a perfect battlefield good. game. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. pretty good. It's kind of all over the place uh, with that. The, 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 I guess they keep selling. So there's no reason not to support them. Right. I think all those games yeah. were on sale recently on steam for like five bucks. And so people were, were going in and, and playing it, but, if you go back to when those games like came out, people just shit all over. Them. Yeah. <laughs> and then like Vicious. two years later, they patch it. They, you know, get it to where it's at now. And they're like, yeah, I think battlefield one's the best battlefield. What, <laughs> like, what happened? It's crazy. I, I just it's hate wild. though that it, it, it's like that because it shouldn't be right. Like it shouldn't sure. take two years for a game to realize it's true potential. Like I know that halo infinite in two years from now is going to be an incredible game. Like it's going to be well optimized. It's yeah. going to play great. It's it, I know it's going to happen because it happened at MCC. MCC is, yeah, is true. my favorite Halo game. I could play. I pop on MCC at least once a week and I just play H3 FFA, just run around, shoot people. And I have a freaking blast. It's so great. And I know Halo Infinite is going to be in the same place. But why is it constantly like this? I, I hate that it keeps and, and it's never going to stop. I mean, because it, it, you keep buying it. You kind of hit the, I think you hit the nail on the head when you said like games come out, they try to do something new. Then the community says, we don't like that new thing. Go back to match something of the old thing. And then that's yeah. what takes two years to do is match the old thing. Uh, yeah. My, uh, my friend who made real company, oh, yeah. uh, he, he gave, he told me the bad, bad company. Rogue company. Oh, Rogue, uh, Rogue, the, Rogue. The, You're talking yeah, about the Gandhi. One. Yeah, yeah. Gandhi, yeah, Scott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, he told me the best thing ever. He was like, you know, people say that they want something new. People say that they want the game to evolve. But the fact of the matter is they want about 80% of the game that they played. And then a 20% of, of new, that is enough for them to be like, oh yeah, this is new enough for me. You know, when you, when you divert too much from it and, and really like, if, he's you, right. if you think about it, it's not right. wrong. Yep. Yeah. yeah, so many people are like that. So I think that, you know, that's kind of the problem. It's like everyone wants innovation, but then when innovation is presented to them, they're like, I don't like this. Give me this. This is that I've been change. Playing for 10 years. I don't like yeah. change. Yeah. 
I, yeah. I think uh, give me the same thing again, please. That's right, <laughs> but Look, slightly better looking, high warriors rate. or. If, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Doom Hyrule Warriors 4 with the DLC of 1, 2, and 3 combined. If uh, I, I World of Warcraft Dragonflight came out this past week on uh, the 28th, it's literally mm. the greatest hits of WoW. Like, their zones are just the best zones in WoW, like, part two. It's it's wild how they... It's and are exactly, people loving it? Yes, I, I think it's... So far, it's like been an incredible launch uh which is for world of warcraft to be at that state it's rare it's uh well it's not rare it's just like think about where they were like two years ago right like yeah shadowlands came out it was arguably one of their worst expansions also all of the other shit that happened at activision blizzard and now they're like Mm -hmm. putting out a, a game that for the most part people seem to be loving um well, it's still early days but, too. yeah yeah right overwatch yeah. too same thing it, it's like overwatch never stopped being a good game you know it, it just stopped having content and in the era of Fortnite, where you're getting loaded with just new content every single week yeah it, it and granted i'm not saying that like blizzard dro- didn't drop the ball because they definitely dropped the ball with overwatch but like Let's be honest here. It's just the, the, the fact that like you, you have this expectation that you have to release shit every single week now. It's, it's, it's a lot. It's genuinely too much. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> what else is out there in the, the world of news? Uh, Gerard, I'll go to, go to you with this. Uh, the news is the latest release of Persona 5 has already sold 1 million units with Persona 5 Royale coming out on all the platforms that it did. I think it was also on Game Pass. Have you done a completionist run of Persona 5 Royale? Yes. <laughs> oh, that's the response that's I wanted to hear. <laughs> well, this is this is okay. So, just to be clear, I've I've done Persona 5 regular, not Royale. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, and okay. and and so not so because I I've been working on this video for a long time, and then Royale was announced, and I was like, well, I gotta I gotta fucking. The Get games it out. never stop. <laughs> yeah, I got to do it before it's too late. Um, but uh, for me personally, uh, it's one of the only the only games where defining completion criteria is a gray area because oh, because here's the thing. Really? Yeah, it, the true completionists will argue with me, and that's and I can't. I don't have the answer. So basically, <laughs> when I was working on Persona Five, I've been working on this video for like no joke, two or three years. It was damn something I was working on. At the, it was like this and Hyrule Warriors going back and forth, and I was going crazy between both games. And the thing about Persona Five is, it's my first Persona game, and I I walked away absolutely loving it. It's incredible. I love it so much. Yeah. Um, but true completionists will argue that when it comes to Persona 5 specifically, uh, New Game Plus, uh, to get all of the romanceable items is a core component. So for those of you who don't know, in Persona 5, you have to romance characters, and you are given a, nice. uh, a, a item that's like representative of your love of that character. And that item is just a potion. It's like a if you get 50 hit points, it's a one-time use item. It's just to say that you did it. Huh. Uh, it's not really a thing. It's like it's not that important. It's just I I got the end this this 
this small scene where I where you know on gave me her item. That's and right. On's the that's the only one. That's all you need to do. That's all you need to do, right? No, it's all of them. There's like there's like eight. I think there's eight or nine <laughs> ladies to date. I, I think JP's an on is the only one. Is, Don't yeah, ask why I have oh, a statue oh, of on on the desk right now oh, gerard perfect but perfect there you go see, the yeah, only reason he knows only that one. is because he hasn't seen the glory that is being makota so we're we're gonna we're gonna table this discussion for now and we'll just admit that he's wrong and we'll just move so, on with it. so completionists the the hardcore persona 5 completionists will argue that true completion is 10 playthroughs of Persona 5 yeah that's right and yeah. 11 playthroughs i agree getting all of the items <laughs> shit that's uh but in actuality, you could a regular normal human being who loves Persona 5 a lot that wants to complete it can do it in about two playthroughs. Uh, I a regular human. <laughs> a regular human being. I tried I tried to do right by the Persona 5 fans and do all the playthroughs and I just couldn't because it was killing my mental and physical health. Yeah, I think that's I a got lot, man. I, I think I got a huge six amount. six six hundred hours. I think I did five or six so playthroughs. Oh, okay, yeah, fine. I guess if you're and I, and, I, yeah. and I and I and I had to stop. I just was like, I've this never is, played one of them. It's That's it's just, too much. It's about it's 120, for a potion, 130 for a potion. For a potion. Wow. For a potion that you use and it goes away. Like, yeah. what are we talking about here? I got the platinum in the first eighty hours, and here I am being like, but I need the uh, the potions that <laughs> will go away when I use them. Like, I need it, my waifu potions. It's, the, it's bath water <laughs> from the waifu. That's why it's so important, Gerard. You got to get yeah. the bath water. Oh, it's a bath water. Yeah, that's, okay. They don't. That's it's the uh, with that. All of a sudden, Goldboy's like, "Wait a second. It's okay, a fan theory. Yeah. <laughs> I'm back in. I don't know about you, but I'm back in. <laughs> I mean, no one said it was bath water. <laughs> uh, Should have said that. With, with that said, uh, it does not surprise me that Persona Five getting those numbers on Game Pass uh it's does awesome. that because when when you have a game that everyone universally talks about loves and praises and then you have an audience that's never played that game because they don't own that platform and you go here you go suddenly everyone's going to show up it yeah. makes sense to me that's very true i yeah. i'm glad that that game is doing well i cannot wait till we see whatever persona 6 is in the next couple of years oh man yeah, yeah. whatever that looks like oh yeah Let's talk some uh, some new releases. Let's talk Callisto Protocol. I feel like that's been uh, an interesting <laughs> thing to watch unfold as someone who's not playing it. Uh, Co, you haven't I, finished I, it yet. Gerard, you are finishing no. it. You're done with it. So, so let's... my my video just came out nine minutes ago. Okay, so. <laughs> let's be uh, be let's be careful with spoilers. Story spoilers wise, uh, I'll pull yes, up some early yes, yes, here. yes. Of uh, don't, don't show my video because my okay, video is nothing but spoilers. Okay, I, we'll pull up. <laughs> uh, we'll pull up some co footage here of uh, Callisto Protocol. Uh, co, we'll start with you as well. Like, let, let's talk about the game in general. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna make some people angry with this statement. Oh, I like it. That's not Star Stick. I enjoy and like this game. Okay, I do. Oh, that's a, that's nice, right? I do. <laughs> I supposed to do. Yeah, most of the time. Um, here's the thing. So Callisto Protocol. Now, I I am I'm pretty well known as being pretty forgiving. You know, I'm a huge fan of the Gothic franchise. I like Elix. You know, I can I can deal with some jank because if there's stuff in a game that I like, then I can kind of focus on that and kind of just you know deal with or even ignore the stuff that I'm not really feeling because I'm really feeling one thing. 
So for instance, in Callisto's protocols, I'm really digging the world and the sound. I love the environments. The sound effects are great as you're moving around. Like I constantly tell, catch myself being like, oh man, this sounds like really cool. I, you know, I wear headphones during it because of how good it is. Um, the combat at times can feel fun and good. Like when you've got like two enemies coming towards you, you, know, you pick one up and throw them in the spikes. The other guy comes up, you're like doing this dodge thing and smashing them and you get them to the wall, start headbutting. Sometimes it feels pretty great. Um, the, the characters in the story are okay. I mean, sure, they could be better. And especially towards the part of the game I'm at now, I'm pretty convinced that they either wanted to add more levels that they didn't or that something happened and they just said, okay, just connect these two dots. We're not even going to like tell the player what happened. We're just going to connect these two dots so the game can keep going. And like, as somebody who likes more immersive gameplay, it's pretty jarring. Um, but overall, I'm enjoying my time. I'm at about nine hours on the hardest difficulty. Um, it, there's no question it's janky. The combat gets repetitive. What, like when um, you say janky, what do you mean by that? Let, I mean, describe like the jank. Um, the jank. Sometimes you dodge and you get hit anyway. Um, if you oh. have two enemies attacking you, the camera just has no freaking clue what it's doing. Um, the combat was clearly designed for one-on-one, -on -one, but even then, from a gameplay perspective, there are things about the combat system that make zero sense. <laughs> like, for instance, I'm serious. For instance, you can, like, um, uh, and, I, and I think somebody, somebody said, uh, I was talking about it, the gameplay thing, and somebody linked me a time thing on, on a, this guy named Skillup, great mm. YouTuber viewer. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, Ralph. watch this and tell me how you feel about it. And I said, and I watched this thing, what Skillup said, and I said, yes, that's exactly right. And what he said is there's this one boss, for instance. The way that the game works is that whenever you get attacked, you can hit A or D, and your character auto-dodges. It's not timing. If you're just holding A or D, then your character dodges. And if they do a little combo, as long as you alternate between A and D, you just keep dodging. Well, there's a boss later in the game that does like one big attack and then backs off. So literally, if you hold down a button on your keyboard, the boss can never hit you. Huh. Ever. It's like my kind of game. Yeah, I know, right? Now, it's kind of like <laughs> the, idea behind the, com the, the, the idea behind the combat system seems cool. Where it's like, you know, they took out the timing element. They want your character to be agile. They want it to be like if you're paying attention, you can you you don't get hit. That's cool. But the implementation is that it becomes incredibly repetitive. You end up doing the same combo and dodge technique over and over and over. And if multiple enemies come in, the system was clearly designed for one enemy. So it's like if two enemies come in and you're dip dove dodge dive in one of them, like the other guy just smack in the back of the head. Or, you know, if you're like doing your combo in one of them, the other guy would just lob, lob a projectile at you that you literally can't see or dodge. There's no indicators. So, you know, it's, it's the kind of thing, again, where it's just like, there's, there's, there were some clearly cool and interesting ideas that just didn't get fleshed out enough. And instead of this system being something kind of new and innovative, which I think a lot of people were not only hoping, but expecting, I think it makes it so not only are expectations not met, but it turns something that could have been cool into something that feels kind of janky. It's something that feels kind of loose. Mm -hmm. huh. And again, as somebody who is really digging the environments and really digging the sound, and I'm loving moving through this, this you know, super sci-fi crazy prison slash you know, abandoned space station, for me, it's kind of like, eh, okay, whatever. The, the janky combat system's getting me to the next thing I like. It's not a big deal. There are people who are literally like posting clips of themselves getting in a dumb combat situation and just Alt-F4ing and un uninstalling the game. Like it's that bad for some people like, yeah. because they went into this game wanting that awesome combat system that simply is not there. So mm. that's my thing. 
because I'm focusing on what I like, I'm sitting here with Callisto Protocol going, I'm having a good time with it. Like it's it's fine, you know, it's okay. I mean, sure, it's a little janky, but I'm enjoying it. Just like I'd say about like a Gothic or an Elix. Like I'm liking it, it's cool. Yeah. But there's some people who are like, the world is not good enough for this. This the the, the <laughs> characters are not good enough for this. The 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 lack of polish towards the end, this is not this this whole package Interesting. is just not doing it. Yeah. Thanks. Someone Zeke. in my chat said uh that this was supposed to be connected mm-hmm. to PUBG universe somehow it was they, okay they, it when was they first, it was yes when they first got their funding the whole like contingency of the funding was that we want this to be in the future of the PUBG universe this is going to be in the PUBG universe and of course everyone was like are you is this a joke like the PUBG <laughs> you know like this is ridiculous this is crazy so I think about a year ago six months a year ago the Callisto Protocol devs came out and said okay look we're not doing this like we know we announced it, we know we said we're going to do it, but we're not doing this. It's not. It's in its own universe. Don't worry about it. We're we're gutting that whole thing. So the end product is not in the PUBG universe. But they did announce, and it is factual that at one point it was. That's crazy. It That's is, crazy. is a PUBG universe. Crazy. It is literally is just whatever incredibly China. What is what's the Fortnite universe, Golden Boy? What is yeah. uh excuse you know, me? It's I'm the land to, of IP. I'm unlock Doom Guy, and I'm gonna have Doom Guy and Master Chief party up together, and it's gonna be a crazy yeah. fantasy. They're gonna fight Geralt so. from The Witcher. Damn and, right and they notice, will. Yeah. Notice how you didn't Somewhere answer my question. Shoot what, an anime is girl. The, Fort, what is the Fortnite question? The Fortnite universe is IP and money. That's what that's what exists in Fortnite is IP and money. Fair yeah. enough. No, but you I, see, I, 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 I to really answer to forge a story. Like you <laughs> legitimately answer like, your question. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I actually looked into this because when that announcement first came out, I said exactly what you did. I said, "What in the actual <laughs> is a PUBG universe?" Um, and and what and what it is is it's this really really loose airy lore that they basically just they made PUBG. And then they just created some weird back thing on like, oh, it's this place where this stuff happens because the world's ending. Or it's just, it's like, it's just nonsense. It's complete nonsense. Yeah. But the yeah, whole point absurd. is I that like the Fortnite story, the what, Fortnite story is airtight. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the whole point was that the company, I don't remember what, what's the company that runs PUBG. Uh, it's it's a oh, it's larger. Maybe it is. Oh, whatever whatever it, parent yeah. company. You're talking about who publishes it? It's like Crafton. Callisto. I think Crafton. Yeah, yeah, they, no. they, they funded Calif- uh, Callisto early. So they they wanted something out of the deal. So they basically said, "We'll give you a bunch of money. Just put it in the PUBG universe." And Callisto was like, "Well, we like money," uh, and and that happened. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's one side of the Callisto Protocol story. Let's go to some people, aka Gerard. Uh, how do you feel about <laughs> <laughs> the Callisto Protocol? Yeah, so Co oh. likes it. That's what we got. Co enjoyed it. Is okay. enjoying his time okay. with it. Yeah. But now okay. it is Gerard's time. Yeah. yeah. All yeah. right. And and so. dreams. <laughs> so first things first. Uh, shout outs to Skill Up, Ralph. We have a podcast together called Friends Per Second. He's a great guy. Nice. His video oh, cool. on it is amazing. So yeah, he's yeah. a great dude. Good friend of mine. Um, my video just dropped, so you can watch it after this podcast. It's thirty five minutes long. The conceit of it is two things. Callisto Protocol is a very, very, very okay game. <laughs> it's very fine. It's very mid. Uh, and the my whole thesis about the whole thing is that the combat is Dead Space meets Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. <laughs> through and through. 
It is oh, dead ass. Yeah. Mike yeah. Tyson yeah. punch yeah. out. Sure. You dodge left, you dodge right, you press down to block. Every single engage encounter is sure. Mike Tyson's punch out mixed with dead space. Uh, it starts like out it. really fun. It starts out really interesting. And then it gets very, very, very mid very quickly. Um, <laughs> Co, you talked about how sometimes, uh, sometimes the dodging just doesn't work. I uh, would love to hear your thoughts on the final boss of the game. Uh, because literally, the dodging just stops working altogether. It just, you've been taught the oh. whole game. Dodge, 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 dodge. You get to the end and it's like, nope, doesn't work anymore. Doesn't work oh, anymore. Good oh. luck. Because he loses his so, legs or something like that? Is that no, the Callisto like, protocol that he loses his legs? <laughs> it's, it's, I, now look, I, I have to give, I have to give it up that I, I completed this game, uh, before all the patches came out. There were several patches that came before, but, uh, as, during the process, but I completed the game Thursday morning at, at 545 in the morning. Cause I was trying this video done as soon as possible for launch day. Um, and I kind of missed it, but, uh, yeah, the the boss the boss fight the very end of the game is rough. It's very very rough, and it just does not work. Um, huh? Yeah. So it, it I love this. I love the world. I love the atmosphere. I love the sound. I love the the beautiful environments. Uh, but the plot kind of paper thin, and even despite the performances being super solid, and you just kind of get tired of playing the game after <laughs> after a while you just kind of like oh, you need to take fun. breaks um the thing that that drew drove me crazy as a completionist and this is all over my video there's no chapter select and there's not really a great indicator as to if you got all of the collectibles in the game so there's two types of collectibles there's like audio logs and then there's the called transplant rigs which are like Basically, the oh, data they're all out from... of order. That must have drove you crazy. I saw that too, where you, you all... go through a level and you think you missed something, but you just get it later in the game. <laughs> oh man! Thank oh, you for understanding, you crazy my... dude. I yeah, replayed. Yeah. I replayed half the game several times because <laughs> the game, the game looks so pretty. It looks so pretty, and it's so linear. That you think, oh, you know what? If I just walk down this corridor, I'm probably going to find every single item. Not true. There are small little crawlable areas or or little hallways that are barely lit that will have the collectible you need, but you'll scour through everything. And this is where I knew I was in trouble. There is a, a I think it's the, uh, the greenhouse chapter. Uh, after you get a collectible... You have to go outside and sneak past some monsters. And uh, I died on the first engagement. When the game reloaded the checkpoint, the collectible I just got was gone. And I could not get it back. And I found that out at the end of the chapter, which meant I had to restart the chapter, replay the whole thing, and was like, where was that? Where, where was that collectible? Oh. I found the collectible. I made a backup save. I died reloaded and sure enough the collectible was missing so you had to in order to get this collectible you had to beat this section perfectly and mind you co i also played it on on hard mode oh i have to oh man i default i have to i have to complete the games the hardest setting that is that is the rule for me i feel like so much of your of your life would be uh solved if you just played in easy mode 
<laughs> I wish. But he's not the completionist. I wish. Then he's he's the, not the semi-completionist, yeah. Golden Boy. Then he's the babby completionist. <laughs> Just because you're, no, the, the difficulty is that is that related to to the to it the, the completion? You have to, you have yeah. to complete it okay. on the hardest difficulty, or you might as well not complete it at all. Yeah. This wow. Is, okay. This is, uh, this is where. I learned. So All right, guys. This is where, let me, let this me, is where let Gerard me, lives, is this conversation right here. <laughs> let me let me cap off the my final thought and note of my experience. Is that after failing the final boss, you know, for like an hour and a half, an hour 45, um, I finally beat it. I got the platinum. I felt good. Uh, as I'm working on my video, oh, I'm streaming okay. the process, editing it, doing this whole thing. Uh, I, I boot up Twitter, and I see that Greg Miller posted a tweet hey uh once you if you you can beat the hardest you can beat the boss of the game on the easiest setting when the boss is done and you're walking down the, the final hallway to the end of the game you can just turn the difficulty and get the trophy i saw that you can just you can just skip the difficulty if you want that's my greg I, miller right <laughs> always in the easy way out baby let's go okay you can just skip the whole <laughs> drew me crazy man <laughs> we could hear it in your voice. Yeah, we could hear the. <laughs> it's even better, it came from Greg. It's even better that it came from Greg. Oh smug Greg God. Miller. Smug Greg Miller with this smug tweet. Avoid uh, the him pain. And his Marvel Avengers. Oh, wow. That's. Wow. Wow. Those are my so thoughts. Let... the protocol. <laughs> <laughs> I have to ask, like, it was great. for the. the, the the dead space feeling right this what we're seeing on screen right now does it like present that spooky yeah, game like jump scare feeling like is, is it, that does all it present combat dead space is it like does it feel like something that that can sit alongside a massive ip it, like dead space it definitely makes there you feel times, like dead space there are times when it does there are sections and areas where you enter them and it does that thing where it kind of the camera zooms out a little bit so it shows more the back of your character and the camera slowly pans around the area and you're like okay this is cool huh. I've not seen this before this is cool like you know i'm you're looking at like the whole like callisto landscape or you get to an area and like the doors open and like a dead body drops in front of it and then there's just like carnage and alien shit everywhere mm. and it's like oh okay. like this game is a good a good phrase for this game is glimpses of greatness like this game could have been awesome if it was they, they, they could more cogent with a better combat system. Well, the problem is, is a lot of the stuff that doesn't work right is like core stuff. Like, like the combat mm -hmm. system is like 60% there, but you know, there's, it doesn't work when there's multiple things It becomes way too repetitive, but there's times when it works and it's just like, okay, that was cool. Like, like, you know, you walk up to three enemies and you're stasis thing around like in dead space. You're like, okay, that was cool. I threw that guy into a blender and that guy's stuck on the wall and that dude's head came off. Like, awesome. That was fun. I liked this. But then in the next room, two guys attack you at once. You miss the first dodge and it hits you. The second guy hits you with a projectile. And then the third guy fatalities you when you're stuck in animation. It's just like, well, the last room was cool, Sick. I guess. <laughs> you know, okay. like it has these, there are these, there are these times when it's like, this game could be awesome. And there's times when it feels awesome and it's a good horror survival adventure game but it's 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 a roller coaster it's a roller coaster mm. of quality yeah the, the 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 weirdest choice about the game and it's not too spoilery but it's definitely a, a weird one ko how far are you into the game 
Uh, for me, let's see. The last I thing can put up I spoiler did... tags if you want. Okay, slight slight spoiler, and, and I'll tell you because I'm right around this area. I just encountered this incredibly strange sequence where my character fell off something, leaving another character at the very top of it. And then yeah. after a nearly inexplicable scene, we both pop up in a different location without any explanation. And the other character just acting like everything's normal. And I'm sitting here going like, what, how, first, why are we here? Second, how did she get here? Third, yeah. what was that part between it? Like, it literally felt like, like a chapter or two was missing or like the game was out of order. And then what's yeah. even stranger is that section is significantly easier than the entire first part of the game. And it's just like, was this supposed to be the intro? And just at some point they decided, like, I don't know. Anyway, that's where I am. <laughs> Did you, is, is this before, before the two-headed boss or after the two-headed boss? I want to say before, because that doesn't sound too familiar. Gotcha. Yeah, I so think you're really right you're, before. You're, so you're right at Arcus. the point. I'm in Arkansas. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> There, essentially, uh, everyone, there is a point in the game where the gameplay changes pretty significantly, and not in that like the the melee Mike Tyson's punch out stuff. <laughs> um, it's 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 more. And guys, hmm. the two headed boss was in the trailer. It's it's not. No, like and a, for the record, the two reveal. the two headed boss, I'm ninety percent sure was in that snippet I was talking about earlier with holding a button down. Yeah, um, I'm, yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, the 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 entire it, 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 the how the game is designed goes from being like the punch out zone um to like a a uh a what's it called like a creepy stealth zone stealth and it, thing. it yeah yeah it, it becomes it becomes full on stealth you have to sneak around like it's it's yeah a lot it, it becomes <laughs> I, like almost like a it's not like in, in stealth games you have the option like oh guns a blazing or sneak around. Uh, in this case, it's like almost exclusively sneaking and stealth stuff, and it's like that for a long while. To be um, fair, to be fair, that section where it came where it was like okay, and there's like stuff all over the walls, like don't make a sound, be quiet, stuff like that. I just killed everything because funny enough, this the, you the did, enemies you just said, are, I'm going all the enemies. In. Here's what's funny. The enemies are in the walls, right? If you walk up and just hit them once with melee, they fall over and die. Yeah. So you can actually just hit them out of the, like, and then all of a sudden you're not stealthing. Like, I, you can sneak huh. around a little bit because the AI seems really dumb in that section. It's kind of weird. But, like, like I just I just got loot. My whole playthrough's been loot. I don't use guns. I don't use guns and I don't use healing at all. Because you can sell that shit for money. So, like, <laughs> yeah. I, and, and I'm a loot whore. So it's like, I'm not, no, I'm not firing a bullet. That's expensive. No, I'm not using a med kit. I'll just wait for the checkpoint and die. Like, no, that's, that's money. Ah, the Tarkov so, just, just. Oh God. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Cause playing Tarkov. <laughs> that's why I'm like protocol. in this, I'm in this section and I have like most of the top rank upgrades. Cause like every, everything I get, I sell everything. Yeah. Nothing I hold on to. Huh. Made the game significantly harder, especially after the tentacle thing happens. But, um, it's, it's, you know, it's been a thing, but yeah. yeah. Um, it's, it, it's a weird, the game is strange. Yeah, that's that's kind of the thing. There's a lot of weird uh and and specific decisions that were made that uh still I'm baffled on. I still I'm still thinking about it. Like huh. uh low inventory. Like you you get six slots and there's not enough resources in the game. Like you you struggle to get money to then upgrade your gear. It it's very very interesting. And I, I'm curious if you can um I don't know if you know about Co 
if you know Co. If you're on like normal or easy, if you get more money or not, I don't know. I was hard, that too. On hard mode, you barely get income, and the and the only way to really get income is you just save. You save. You save. You save. You save. You save, and you you try your best to like sell as much energy yep. as you can, and it just feels weird because. Yeah, go ahead. Well, not only that, you you nailed it before because they give you this super restrictive inventory for like the first part of the game, and for me, I was constantly having to leave shit behind because i would not yeah. be able to carry it I, i'd be full health so i couldn't use a med pack it's like and they don't give you a store and then they're the save points are so janky like it's some, like i would i would literally get to a point where like there would be like a i'd, I'd enter an area and it would save there'd be a store and then like a big fight in the next room well i would go and spend you know five minutes selling and upgrading and stuff go to the next room and die that's like well, shit, okay and it would reload me at the beginning of the room so then I have to do all the upgrades and sell shit again. And then I die again due to like not dodge, not dodge detecting right or something. Start over again. So it's like they could, of course, remedy this by just making it so stores save. But so many times I would. And, and then another big thing with the save system, just while I'm talking about it, the game frequently splits main story optional. And it does this all the time. But the problem is that if you go down the main story a little bit and it auto saves, then if you decide to go around and do the optional stuff, then if you go to the optional stuff, come back and die on the fight, it doesn't save any of the optional stuff. <laughs> so, so many times I would have to like go back and do entire fight optional sequences and then go back and do the main thing and just hope to God that time I don't, I don't die. Uh, it really is just like, it's janktastic. Um, it's just I, like, this is, this is basic stuff for most games. And it's like, why are we doing this now? At the huh. end of the game, before, before I fought the final boss, I was like, "All right, I'm gonna like buy all my all my my items and health and and all that stuff, right? Just to like be ready to go." And I'd save the game, and I was like, "You know what? I'm gonna like reload in case I mess up." And so I reloaded it, and nothing that I bought <laughs> saved. I spent like oh, ten minutes like buying, built, crafting all my stuff. The getting save all ready game to go. function is a lie. It's a lie. It yeah. does not save your game. It saves the checkpoint you're on. There's Ooh, no, yeah. So it's like if your checkpoint is 15 minutes before you saved, then if you load your save game, I did the exact Looks same you thing you did. I did the exact yep. same thing you did. Oh, wow, that sucks. It drives me crazy. Yep. Yep. That sounds awesome. Mm. Yeah. Like <laughs> well, if you here's the thing. If you know it, like this is the kind of stuff. It's like it's the same with the checkpoint system. If you know this stuff going in, it's not that big of a deal. But it's like yeah. to figure right. it out or to find it out. It leads like a cool gameplay experience to just feel janky. Yeah, like right, it's, yeah. and it's really unfortunate. So like, they don't warn you about this stuff. They don't. They don't tell you this stuff at all. So, yeah. Final question mm -hmm. I got: Does the uh, the character death sequence get old, or is it still fun the like tenth time watching your I don't know head get ripped off through something or? Yeah, no, it's not like in front. That that was just nasty. What, yeah. we, what we saw there in the head and the and the, the, the separation <laughs> hey, of the mouth and the head. They're, and the not, they're not as unique as they claim they are. Like yeah. it's basically there's 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 three or four enemy types in the game, like regular like enemies that you fight. Um one or two of them have their own unique animations because of their size and what they do. But the animation like there's like four or five that are the shared. same animations that, that are shared across all the characters. So a lot of like bashing over the chest, a lot of punching your face in, um, a lot of like neck breaking, pulling apart your mouth. Is there any like environmental uh, deaths that are unique? Yeah, kind I of. Mean, depending yeah. on the device that's killing you. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, there, there's, there's, in there's... some cases are like the high point of the game. Very frequently, <laughs> if I had, if I saw a unique animation go after my character, I would literally go, "Oh, okay," and just put and just take my hands off the keyboard and be like, "Let's see what this one is." Sure. And some yeah. of them are really nasty and cool. Like a lot of enemies, just like uh, like your Gerard said, there's like some very basic stuff, like just beating you in the head until you die, or or if they if they hit you on the head and the top part of your skull flies off. Like multiple enemies can make that happen. So sometimes you just get like generic death animation that's disgusting but every so often there'll be like a mob with tentacles and he'll get you in like a grab where his tentacles will go in your face it's like okay this is going to be unique or a little thing jumps on you and it's like okay this is going to be unique you know or you know different spinning fans or suctioning weird devices and and things like that there's there's a lot of interesting ways to die in the game and in some cases it's a high point if you like that stuff okay the funny the funny part about that too though is that there's also some there's also like a lack of death animations for some monsters you think are going to kill. Like there's these monsters that are like, you know, like the, the crawly guys right? that jump all over the place, similar to dead space. You'd assume that those guys would like chew your head off or like, or like rip your, your legs off or something like that. Instead, it's just like, and they, they take your arms or, and they, they, they look like they're going to like, it looks like they're going to rip your head off. And instead they tear your arms off and you're like, yeah, but you're a monster with scary teeth and scary mouth. Aren't you gonna like <laughs> chew my head off? Like, what? It's kind of weird, and 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 oh, man, happens a lot in the game. Monsters, yeah. How stereotype? No, you're right. Jeez. You're right. You're right. I, you know what? It's just you're like right. the cancellation right. of Batman. Yeah. All right. You well, know, I can't, <laughs> I can't believe you would do this. Joe. That's it, guys. That's you know what? I one time on dropped frames and then I got canceled. That's that did it. Yeah. It's terrible. <laughs> you know. Come yeah. on, guys. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. I like Golden Boy on the show because he can make the the dark jokes just like I can, but I don't get in trouble when he says them. That's why it's great. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I'm here for. Yeah, you know, yeah, just come scapegoat. in. You're the scapegoat. <laughs> the scapegoat, baby. It's great. You know? It's great. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna take the spoiler tag off uh, for Callisto here. Um, okay, so the review is not playing the game. Sick. Yeah, like, right, let me, on, uh, is this a buy on <laughs> yeah, sale, I mean, like, sale game? Is that where you guys would, would uh, again, sit with this? I think for, like, if, you, if you're a big fan of Dead Space, if you love these types of environments, you like the, you know, the little scare, if you can deal with the little jank, it's one of those games where I feel like, yeah, you know, probably you can grab it when it's on sale in a little bit. You'll probably have a good time on the way through. Maybe okay. it needs a couple more patches kind of thing. Is this a AAA $60 experience? No. Yeah. Mm. No. Uh, it, is, it is not. It is not the next iteration of Dead Space. Got it. It is not. It, and that's what a lot of people wanted. They wanted Dead Space Plus. That's what I was touting it not as. Dead yeah. Space. It is you not Dead, Dead Space. Space not made by EA. And, yeah. and It's not Dead Space Plus. It's, yeah. it's like a double A solid attempt but we're just not really right yeah got it yeah cool okay it's like bio mutant you know it reminds me of that <laughs> it was like go. that game was supposed to be hey, like come on i wouldn't go that ne- far <laughs> <laughs> never mind that I I'm, 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 I'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm <laughs> kidding that's good yeah, yeah that's cool uh, there's always an opportunity to just poop on bio mutant yeah. Yeah. Uh, golden boy what have you been playing what, what, what's been going on in your neck of the woods before we talk some, uh, oh. some marvel well marvel. are you snapping that's what i've been playing yeah <laughs> that's what I, yeah that's what okay. i figured oh. all right how's yeah. what's how's your snap uh, are you snapping oh, in the streets dude. how's it going 
Uh, I snap in the streets. I snap in the toilet. I snap at dinner. I snap on the sofa. I, I snap in bed. You know, I snap, snap? everywhere Dude, I need to snap. You can snap anywhere. Uh, it's fantastic. Um, it it is it is a good freaking game. Uh, very like very shocked. You know that like there are some elements of the game that can at times feel a little daunting, like the collection level tracks and stuff. Like, yeah. You know, my my friend Gaskin, he's at he's at like three thousand collection level, but he's been playing since beta. Yeah, right? same. I mean, hold on, what what does that mean? Three thousand collection level? That sounds like I need to take out a mortgage for my house. Like what? Uh, no, it's it's really it's hard. not bad. I can explain it. I have it right here. Yeah, so you see this explain right it. here. So you see, I'm trying to see if I can zoom in on this here. Okay, so so this is your collection track, yeah. right? And the point of the game is that I'm going to see if I can scroll down real fast. Because the point of the game is to collect cards, right? And as you collect cards, you like unlock them right through these uh, these collection level tracks. This is not really this didn't work out the way that I hope. It's essentially a battle Uh, pass that doesn't end. Is is how you can look at it? Okay, and and that is how it determines the people you play against, right? So when you start the game off, you're in series one in or pool one, as the community has called it, and. Pool one are an assortment of cards that are isolated to that pool. Then you earn enough collection level. It's like, it's like one 200 to 200. Something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then you go into pool two where you get a few more cards and then you earn the collection level there. And while you're playing the whole time, you're only playing against people who are in that pool, right? Now that you get into pool three, that's where a lot of the meta cards exist. And that's where you start playing against a lot of like the stronger uh, 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 decks, if you will. Yeah. Um, but the point of the game is just to collect as many cards as possible, and then you know you build decks. It's basically like Hearthstone, ever. But it's just the gameplay is so fun. It's it's so different. It's like five or six minute the, matches, and that's exactly. you're done. You move on to the next. You could play legit like you know five games in the span of like twenty minutes if you if you're quick about it. You know, uh, it, it, it's the perfect lunch break game. Yeah. Um. And and I think like. It's got such potential as a competitive game, but just as just a game you just play on your own, it's so freaking enjoyable. Because the whole purpose of the game is you're not actually going against someone. You are, but you aren't. Your your objective is to just have more power in two of the three locations than your opponent. That's the point of the game. You have some cards that affect what your opponent can do, but for the most part, you're trying to create a, a, a pairing that is just the numbers are greater than your opponent. Um, and, and I've been streaming it for the last few days now. And one, it's been so fun to stream because people just come in, they are playing while you're playing and we're just sharing deck ideas and stuff. Um, and yeah, this is, uh, Ben Brood, the guy who made Hearthstone and, and, uh, he, you know, went off and made this game. Yeah. And, uh, it's just, it's just a, just a fun game. It's a fun, simple game. And if you love Marvel comics, it's, it's even better. Because then you start to collect these variants and it's like all these different artworks that are that are out there from, you know, different runs in the comic books. And it's just it's just a cool game, man. And it doesn't like beat you over the head. It doesn't ask you for money out of the gate. You know, like it doesn't even really ask you for money ever. Uh, It's 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 entirely up to you if you want to spend. Yeah. For for like (laughs) for the mobile game market. It's actually uh, hard to whale in this. Like the the most amount of money you can spend a day, and you have to try pretty hard, is something like twenty bucks. Uh, yeah. And like in the mobile world, granted, I know to the Twitch audience, people are like oh, twenty dollars a day. 
people could spend like 20,000 a day on mobile games, right? Like that's yeah. fucking nothing. It can get absurd. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this game is not that it, it, it's yeah. a game. It's like an actual competitive most, game. It's not most people yeah. I know that play this game have not spent a single dollar. Uh, cause there's no reason to really, um, it, it's you, very you generous. Buy the battle pass you. Yeah. If you want to get the card immediately, but you'll get the card down the line anyway, because they'll put it into the, into the, uh, the collection track. So you'll get the card anyway. So if you want Miles Morales, Spider-Man, if you want, um, uh, right now, Black Panther is the current, uh, that ends card on Tuesday. It, yeah. Silver yeah, Surfer is you know, coming you, on Tuesday. Uh, I know. I can't wait. And and it's like, <laughs> you know, I buy the cards. I buy the collection track. But you get so much value out of it that it's like, I, I don't feel like I really spent $10. I, I got my money back. And I got a card. And I got a bunch of variants. And I got a bunch of boosters. So, yeah, it's just a really good game. It, it just... It's like it's everywhere right now because like it's like all these ads on Twitter. Dude, and, what is with the know, ads you, you, on Twitter uh, for like just to cut in I there? Don't know. It's actually like I'm not even kidding. I will scroll three tweets and within three tweets, I will see two ads for this fucking game. And if I continue yeah. scrolling, I'll see another five or six. It's like it's the only yeah. thing that's advertising on on game or Twitter right now. It's really weird. Yeah, it is really odd, but I can comfortably say as a competitive person, as a person who enjoys, you know, th these types of games, I love Pokemon TCG. It's like one of my favorite card games ever. This game has usurped all of that. It is, it is like at the top for me. It's so enjoyable. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I have, I have a, no I have problem a, have telling question, people to play. GB. I have a question. Mm. Uh, I, I'm friends with a lot of pixel artists and a lot of them are up in arms about, uh, not up in arms. They're not like cancel the game, but they're <laughs> they're 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 pissed off because like there are some cards that are like retro or like pixel cards. Yeah, there's pixel art cards um, in the yeah. game. Yeah, there's like yeah, chibi art uh, and all that stuff. There's a bunch. Yeah, uh, I've heard a lot of my friends are mad that like they didn't go all in on the on the artwork for some of the retro stuff. Like they could have been they, like kind of cut corners. Do you feel like some of the cards like? Some of the cards, and it's not weird to say because it's all digital, right? If this was like a Pokemon card in my hand, I could show you. It feels cheap, but is yeah. are some of the cards more extravagant, I guess, and and, yes. and and feel more valuable than others? Oh, yeah. I mean, they're even weighted uh, as such. Yeah. Like, I think, hold on, hold on, hold on. Isn't that the entire point? Isn't oh, the it's point be that you want the player to feel like there's like a quality progression as they kind of like yeah. move through so the, the So there's variants serve multiple purposes in the game. Right, they do. Um, obviously, true. for the cool factor, depending on the card you get, but they also serve to help you level up more in the game. Uh, Interesting, because okay. when you get a variant, so like the way that your cards level up, it, it, there's no um, uh, statistical attributes that change. It's literally just the design. You can ha have a blue frame, uh, a, it's a white frame to a green frame to a uh, to a blue frame to a purple frame, then a gold frame. And each one has like a different thing. So like the the, the blue frame cards, like the Okoye that you see there, uh, that is 3D. It's frame right? break, um, I think. Or no, 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 frame break is two. 3D is three and then uh, is blue. And then right. uh, animated is purple. Um, so you can see there how the card kind of the, the, the sticks out, right? From the card itself. That's the frame break, which you get in, in level two. So you get a variant. Then you get a frame break. Then, and that all leads to you leveling up in the collection track. So, cards that you would have maxed out to like legendary status, to so like gold status or, or infinity, I forget the infinity, final rank. Yeah. I have, 
yeah, I have no cards that are infinite uh, rank yet. Um, they kind of get like a second life, if you will. They get a foil. So you can play that card again and then level up that track because you only level up cards that you play, which is why playing is very important. In, in you know, it, it's not like you could just buy your way to 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 some of these uh, cards. You actually have to play and then level up your cards the old fashioned way. So as far as the pixel art goes, yeah, some of them are a little bit like boring. They're they're not the best cards, but to me, they just kind of served a means to an end of me just leveling up my collection track. That's honestly it. Yeah. Um, huh. Yeah. Yeah. That that's the the way to advance is to literally just play because every time you play a game, you get six. I forget what the actual in game thing is, but six tokens. Yeah, orbs. Yeah. Well, and, and uh, yeah, then those tokens are applied to a single card after every game. And it's like five for the first rank, 10 for the second rank, 20, 30, 50, whatever. And I think it scales yeah. out to 50. Uh, boosters, yeah, you use that's those the name orbs, of it. Yeah. The booster orbs, you use those with the credits. And if there's one portion of the game that actually does struggle, it's getting the credits to level up your cards. That, after a point in time, you're kind of scraping for credits. Like, you, you'll be at a point in the game where you'll have like 4,000 credits and you're like, oh my God, it's amazing. I'm just <laughs> continuing to level up and this is, this is awesome. And then you hit a wall on, on credits. But the thing is, is that you can't even buy like a crazy amount of credits uh, besides right now, but I'll, I'll say that in a second. But like, you just spend 400 gold or, or 200 gold or something like that. And then you get 400 credits. It's not like a good value, right? Um, the only way you can get a, crap ton of credits right now is if you spend a hundred dollars for the apocalypse package that's brand new uh, but there's so much crap in it it's like is it worth a hundred no but there's a lot of crap in it that you get you get is a it bunch the hashtag of best value golden boy no it's i don't think it is i'm, I'm honestly struggling to justify it. i was on the bed uh, i was on i was laying on the sofa yesterday my wife was watching tv and i was looking at the apocalypse thing and i was like do i do it do i be the thing that i hate and then, and I tell her, and I was like, should I get this? She's like, do you want it? And I was like, yes. She's like, hmm, but is it worth it? And I was like, <laughs> not really. She's like, I don't think you should get it. And then I tweeted, and I was like, it'd be really nice if they just gave uh, a kickback to the artist. And this way I feel justified for spending this money. Good there God, you go. it's um, too much. You took yeah, Twitter. but they don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That's Marvel. It's, it's a great game, though. It, it genuinely is great. I, I, I would, I would highly suggest. If you love Marvel, it's amazing. If you love creative card games, it's even better. Yep, I would, uh, I would agree with that. I've been playing for a while. Yeah. My, my collection's twenty one fourteen. So I've been, I'm up there. Oh shoot, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm just seven. I'm seven fifty right now. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I have my, my issue is that I have all, I have too many friends that are at like four thousand collection ratings, so they have every card in the game. And they're just like, man, I just played bibbity bloppity into blip blop and I'm infinity level 100. I'm like, yeah, go fuck yourself up there on Mount Olympus. Okay, down here is the Peasantville. I ain't got yeah. shit. I can't do any of that, you fuck. <laughs> like, yeah. I just got Wong and I was like, finally, I can do play meta decks. You yeah, know, like, yeah. It, yeah, no, it's nuts. Yeah. So every every time I like pull a, a, a quote, quote unquote rare tier three or even a tier four or tier five, I'm like, thank God it's so exciting. And they're just like, welcome to the show, motherfucker. Like you can finally play some real decks. Uh, but it's been, it's been fun. I, I got into it really uh, this past week again, because they, they put in the token shop, which is a thing. Yeah. So one of the biggest complaints is that you couldn't like target farm cards. It was just pure RNG, what cards you were going to unlock. 
And so they added this thing called the token shop. So on that collection level um, progression, you get another currency called tokens. And then every eight hours, there's a new card that's cycled in that you can specifically like target. <clears throat> that's in-game yeah. currency. Yes, that's all in game, uh, and you can't you buy can't, collection can't level. Buy tokens. Or sorry, you can't buy tokens outright. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You can't buy tokens, and also another cool thing is like because it's eight hours. If let's say like there's a card there that you really really need for uh, a meta deck, but you don't have enough tokens. Yeah. You can pin it, and it'll and, just stay forever, and, and, you, oh. and it'll just stay there. So again, it's like a lot of things that they do in the game are very much like you know player friendly. Uh, but then they release, you know, the Apocalypse hundred dollar pack, and everyone's kind of like, "Well, the, uh, the funny part, the reason they wait, did are you that, trying to make money off us?" The funny part, <laughs> Golden Boy, is the whales were crying because they couldn't spend money in it. Like yeah. people on the like Reddit and uh, all of the discussion boards were like, "We want to spend money in this game, but you're not l- allowing us to spend money." Like it's the complete inverse. Of what you would expect yeah. from like the the Twitch audience, where like people in the well, chat they are just like, oh, fucking mobile spend. games. These well, people are like the complete opposite. I mean, I mean, yeah. no. To be to be fair, like there's always going to be people that have a huge amount of money that want to use that money to get an advantage over other people. Sure, that's yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a constant. Yeah. So the yeah. fact that Marvel doesn't offer that, they can kind of play the like the whole you know like look, we're not catering to the whales. But that doesn't ne- that doesn't necessarily or shouldn't necessarily give them like the cred to yeah. then make more money off the non whales. Right. right. It's yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know, I just I just want to you know I just want to support the the dev and, uh, <laughs> the artists. You know, you just want to win. Uh, just want to support the artists. Hold on a second, guys. <laughs> Let me just. I mean, God, it's only seventy five hundred gold. You know, right. I mean, come that's on. Right. That's that's how not it even starts. it's not even a hundred. Yeah. <sighs> okay. that's how it it's starts fine. man the the money i don't have a problem look i mean i do it's right that's why it says sold under mine gb you <laughs> bought it what you bought it oh dude it's incredible you get three thousand collection tokens you get 9500 credits <laughs> oh, no. the value's just, off I'm the gonna, charts i'm i'm, JP, I'm gonna buy this you, tonight that's what I was gonna say. You're gonna make three Marvel executives it. just watching <laughs> the show just tink their wine glasses together. They were like, "Hey, it's value, <laughs> right, KP? It's value." My my uh my community Gentlemen? always gets in my in my ass about this because they uh, for Valorant I was buying all the skins for Halo. I was buying oh, yeah. all, and they're like, "Why are you doing this?" I was like, "I don't buy anything for myself." Okay? <laughs> this 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 chain it took me. 20 years to buy a chain from Zales for a hundred dollars <laughs> and it was on sale. Okay. Like a, a majority of the stuff here that I have was like gifts or something, you know? Yeah. So it's just like, I'm very grateful and very lucky, but I just don't spend money. Look, and it, when it, it's like justify a hundred dollars for an apocalypse variant that I really, really want. It's just, Oh, I you gave me the confidence for me. It had nothing to do with the variant. It was the, the 9,500 blue crystals, you know, cause then you could upgrade yeah. and get that higher collection level and get some more cards. Ah, oh, son of a bitch! You yeah. got me. Yeah, you just tinked again. You by the way, bastard. just tinked, just tink the glass. Yeah. <laughs> There's someone watching thing. on one of your streams. It's like they did it. I'll do it too. And I'm happy. The to marketing announce, manager is like JP. Keep going. I'm happy to announce. <laughs> oh, uh, Tell us about your collection level. Within the oh, next week, up, I'll be doing yeah. a sponsored <laughs> stream for Marvel Snap. But I'm just going to link them this vod. 
It's saying, come on, baby. I'll be the best advocate for the game possible. Oh, my God. Yeah. You know, I'm looking forward to uh, it. Yeah. I want that silver surfer though on, on, uh, I do. on Tuesday. It looks pretty red. Yeah. It is a good game though. Like all jokes aside, it is a really good game. I've been, I've yeah. been saying this five times. And I sound like a shill at this point, but I, 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 I will definitely enjoy seeing that stream. So have fun with it. Oh God. I, card games on Twitch are streaming card games are rough. Cause, uh, the second you miss play chat's going to let you know. Luckily, I play a really RNG-based deck now, so I can't actually misplay. It's just based on mm. pure <laughs> RNG, and uh, it's a lot of fun. Deck. Yeah, it's when you're, like, half yeah. asleep. Uh, I've actually been having a lot of fun streaming it, though. Honestly, uh, a lot of players that are, like, higher level than me come in, and then we kind of just, like, we get really nerdy. Yeah. I, mean, I have a smaller stream than you guys, so, like, you know, we can like talk and, and actually like come up with deck ideas and stuff uh, and to get really nerdy with it. So it, it is a, fun in that capacity. There's an esports you know? tournament for it. Uh, Golden Boy, I don't know if you saw that, but they've been streaming some stuff no. for it. It's they don't it, it's kind of weird because the way that they're handling it right now is just how many. Um, uh, fuck, now I'm blanking on it. How many cubes you can get in a certain amount of time. And oh, so, so it's like it's like a kill hunt in in VR yes. events, like what Twitch rivals yeah. would do, but that's they're exactly doing it right. with the cubes. Interesting. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, completionist. Why are you gifting subs? Jay, what are you doing? I'm spreading the love, JP. You're just giving Golden Boy another reason for him to get involved in another industry <laughs> to then demolish. Like Golden Boy. <laughs> <laughs> to be specific people who host different things you can't host every single esport on the in the planet Bro, mike can it's okay i don't do league of legends you know okay. i don't like that game that's the one and, that's uh, he leaves it to that's the one <laughs> yeah yeah if you could take uh league of legends and uh yeah. machine could do dota and uh and we're yeah. chilling you know uh and then i'll do everything else they'll handle all you the know, fps uh, titles Every one of them Fair enough. and Marvel snap. It was Fair a enough. funny thing though. It, it was funny. Like at the studio because, uh, you know, it was always like, I would disappear for like three, four days. And then everyone's like, where'd you go? And I was like, Oh, I just went and hosted a show with state farm. Oh, oh okay, cool. And then they come back and we're like, where'd you go again? Oh yeah. I just got five black back and forth to New York to do this thing with AT&T. Oh, okay, cool. He's like, where'd you go? Oh, I was just in uh, Copenhagen doing a Valorant tournament. It's like, Oh, okay. And it was just like every week <laughs> it was like, where the hell is like, where's golden boy? It was like, where's Carmen San Diego? But with a, uh, Less Dude, attractive balder version of it you that, know uh, uh <laughs> that recent nade shot tweet about uh traveling and all that shit that was real i don't know if you saw that golden boy but i, I did and i was and i was going to comment on it why well, i commented on it and then the first response was uh so for those who don't know nade shot put out a tweet talking about how like traveling uh you know really does like wear you out and uh, unlike the esports yeah, I'm the esports sir, and I am a professional traveler because that's just what I've been doing for the last uh, ten years. It's just been flying, you know, event to event to event. There was a point in time, one year, where I was on the road. Or there was 52 weeks in a year. I was on the road for about 43 of them, uh, just straight. Where I would like go, I would come home for a day. I'd pack a new bag and I'd fly out. Um, you know, I'd come back. I'd grab my wife. We'd fly to another place. Like it was just a constant, you know, constantly it was a lot right and um and it's still happening so i responded to that and be like dude trust me i know exactly what you're saying and then the first response was like yeah but it's better than working a a blue collar yeah. nine to five job and i was like oh, son of a bitch 
All right, I guess my, <laughs> I guess my mental up. struggle doesn't really matter here. It's All true. right, you know, back not, it up. Not like I worked in a warehouse for three years, you know, just shuffling shit around and stuff. No, no, no. Uh, but such is the it's way. All of fun life, and games you know? until someone drops the yeah. But you know, it's not an office job. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. it is what it is, but it is a very tiring thing to just like be traveling all the time. It sucks. Oh, it's because uh, everyone thinks awful. it's like some glorious thing. We're like. You're you're seeing all these sites and you're you're going to all these amazing things. It's like no, I'm not. No, man, you're checking out. Land. Yeah, I go to a shuttle. I, a shuttle takes me to a hotel. I pass out because I'm jet lagged. I wake up. I go to yeah. a rehearsal. I come back. I eat. I eat catering food at the event. I don't get to see any sites. The, the only way I get to see sites if my wife comes. The only That's thing it. you I get traveled, to see is the I convention center. To two <laughs> different conventions in the same year, six years ago, I still have nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't i don't even it's true seriously no real talk i'm a homebody i'm a creature of habit you, the idea of like traveling 40 weeks out of the year is horrifying yeah, <laughs> it's like that that yeah. that is like it takes a lot of uh commitment yeah yeah no it it, it sucks and then also like you don't really get it that's why like when i joined g4 i was very um excited about that opportunity because i wanted uh to be able to like establish something and grow something like i have not a lot of time at home to like do things and then when i am home and i stream again you know small community so like it's just a, a few of us who have known each other for many years now at this point just kind of come through and we just chill and hang out which i guess is like it's a good thing you know but then it also looks weird because then like i would get a, an opportunity to uh, like stream a show or sh do something on my channel because you know it's like oh golden boy he can host your thing and then you know unless i'm getting front page like i'm not pulling those types of numbers so you get really self-conscious about like what is my actual value in this industry uh you, am i really just a guy who you put in front of a camera and say you know oh yeah say things good and 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 throw to commercial break or you know do i actually have like value as golden boy as, as like the way that jp yeah. and co and you know completions you guys have these brands so that's always the, the the struggle uh with with myself so when i'm on the road uh of 40 weeks out of the year i'm thinking like oh my god this is time that i'm not streaming i'm not producing a video i'm not posting this i'm not doing that it is it is a, a very mentally draining thing and i'm very grateful for the work that i do but it is so draining to like constantly have to have that in the back of your mind it's like you're not doing enough uh oh yeah so yeah. you know yeah. I think that's a shared it's, feeling across anyone that that is in the oh, like, yeah. commentating industry and, oh, yeah. and really the content creator industry is is if I'm yeah. am I doing enough? And the, the most interesting thing about that mindset, Golden Boy, is you're actually going like above and beyond what most creators would do to pursue what you're trying to do in your professional career by yeah. doing all that traveling. So it's like yeah, you're getting yeah. all the negatives and none of the benefits. Yes, yeah, yeah. super great. You know, though, the one the silver <laughs> lining for me though, genuinely, is that like. You know, uh, at the very least, I, I get to bring my wife with me and we get to see these places together when she does decide to come because she ain't going to go to a gig in Texas. But let me tell you, she'll show up to Copenhagen any time of the week. <laughs> it's weird how that uh, works. It's, it's strange. Isn't yeah. it? Isn't it? Yeah. Uh, but, you know, and but I'm really grateful that I get to share those moments with her um, and, and that makes it worth it. But, you know, yeah. And then, you know, just go on Twitter after a cast and just see like, you know, a person just be like oh man golden boy is such a shit commentator and then your mental is just like <laughs> down the drain Dude, that just was like oh my god like god yeah. now you're triggering core memories of like that was the worst <laughs> thing that i would do when i casted starcraft <laughs> i would after every big tournament 
go immediately to the Reddit and read almost every single comment for that night. And it was, yeah, it was the stupidest thing that like no one, for whatever reason, no one was like, Hey, stop fucking doing that because they were doing the same fucking thing. Cause everyone does that. It's yeah. so unhealthy. Yeah. It's like the yeah. most unhealthy thing you could do as a comic. I have since had to push it away. Really just a person you know? in general. I, yeah. When when G4 launched uh, after the big launch special, I went back and I was trying to read the sentiment of how it went, how I did with Adam and everything. And the first comment I saw, and it, it shook me to my core, was, wow, so they got someone who just ate Morgan Webb and sat next to Adam on the couch. Jesus immediately Christ. I was like, well, God damn it, dude. I guess that's me. Yeah. Forget the 11 year journey of completing a game a week. I'm just a fat guy on the couch. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. Yeah. 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 It, it, it was, uh, it can be very, uh, you know, draining, especially when you like expose yourself to like a new community, you know? Oh, so dude, that's, that's always really scary. It is an art oh, yeah. to like oh, yeah. get into a community for the first time like that or to pierce the yeah. veil of a community. Whew. And I've done it now at least 10, 20 times, uh, yeah, you know, uh, that's be, insane. But it's like, everyone always thinks it's like, oh yeah, golden boy does this. Cause he's chasing paychecks. And it's like, don't be wrong. Like I'm, 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 I'm getting paid. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's your it's job. I would hope you are. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it's such an insane <laughs> comment. Okay, yeah. But the thing is, is that I, I love, the things that I do, like I have a rule that I never take a gig for something I don't care about. Uh, and, and, and I would hope people can just take solace in the fact that when they see me there, they know I, I care. I want to be there. I want to do this, you know, because I, I, I love it so much. Like I enjoy the game or I enjoy the community or I enjoy the developer or I enjoy the people I'm working with. Like, uh, there's, there's reasons for it, you know, but Absolutely, it's yeah. definitely, uh, yeah, it's, it's it can be mentally taxing after all these years. Oh, you know? yeah, I don't doubt it. I not yeah. not Hyrule Warriors taxing though. It's true. Not, we're, we're not out here playing. There's there's different levels of dedication. Hours there's, of Hyrule yeah. Warriors. Yeah, there's Golden not, Boy, and then there's Hyrule there. Hyrule Warriors. <laughs> Hyrule Warriors. Yeah, that sounds depressing. You know that. That's so. I'll yeah. just laugh at Gerard Sar. It's true. Yep. That's true. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's uh, let's wrap up. It's been a show, uh, Gerard. I'm going to ask you. We'll we'll do some shout outs here. Uh, in your shout out, please let us know what your next uh, 1200 hour commitment is, if there is one. Warrior <laughs> stick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh man. Uh, this week coming up. Uh, obviously, it's uh, it's it's the Game Awards coming out. Uh, I uh, I'll be I'll be at the Game Awards. I think maybe if they'll let me in. Uh, I, on, on Friday, I'm doing it or Saturday, next Saturday, we're doing an episode of FPS, a uh, friends per second podcast on Ralph's skill up channel. Uh, we have a special guest that I can't talk about, Ooh. uh, but on oh my. my channel on Saturday, um, uh, a week from tomorrow, I guess, or yesterday on the 10th, uh, my completions video on God of war Ragnarok will be coming out. So if you want to know what it's like to complete God of war Ragnarok, uh come on by uh and and have a good time thanks for having me guys you can follow me on twitch as well as at the uh, on youtube and uh hey this was really fun thank you for having me and shout outs to to jp and cove and your guys' communities for uh for having me this was really fun thank you of course thank you so much for being on man it was an absolute pleasure sure golden boy complete opposite you're not you're not welcome yeah. back. 
<laughs> yeah, no, never. Never. Uh, never show, again. Started uh, controversies. I know. Geez. What can I say? You're out here just uh, promoting Marvel Snap to the kids. The communities are just very upset with you. Just a shill. Just a shill. <laughs> what do you got going uh, on? Yeah, shout outs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm Golden Boy. Uh, hey, you know, I haven't been around the esports space for a really, really long time now. Uh, you know, obviously, I want to give a massive shout out to, to JP and Co. Uh, and, and Zeke, uh, even though he's not here, you know. Um, we obviously love to be a part of this crew. You guys are amazing, and it's always a pleasure to be a part of this. Thank you so much. Thank you to also to your communities as well for being so kind and welcoming. Uh, and also a special shout out to Gerard, my homie. Uh, and and for those who want to know, Retribution will return one day. We're just getting our schedules aligned. The Retro we Gaming plan show it. we used to do on before. We got to plan it. We want to do yeah. it right. Um, also, uh, yeah, I mean, as far as what I got coming up, uh, I will be uh working the esports awards as a host uh where i'm actually nominated for host of the year as well as personality Ooh, of the year so nice. if you want to get in there and vote for me you can go to esportsawards.com slash vote find my face and click on it that'd be cool uh lots of great people there so you can vote for whoever you want doesn't really matter but anyway uh so i'll be hosting that and then uh the week after that i'll be doing a gundam evolution show um with namkai bando so bandai bandai namco oh my god <laughs> Namco Bandai. Yes, no. you're anyway. not. You're not. <laughs> I'm not the only one that does that. I do that every <laughs> fucking time. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, I'll be doing that, and uh, yeah. Other than that, oh, and streaming as well. I, I've been uh, very consistent on the stream for the last uh, few weeks now. So you can find me on there at uh, Twitch.tv/GoldenBoyFW. What face is in the chat? Yeah, there's a lot of people that are learning that you're what face for the first time. At least they yeah. were in my chat. That was that was fun. That was a, a yeah. good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bamkai Mando. Yeah. Shout out to Bamkai Mando. Bamkai Mando. That sounds like a Star Trek or a yeah. Star Wars character. Nando's Nando's Bamkai. Nambo Bamkai. Anyway, big thank you to the completionist and Golden Boy. Uh, it has been a pleasure. It was nice to meet you, the completionist. I finally got you followed on Twitter. I don't know why I wasn't. But anyway, and also thank you for that gift bomb. Uh, also, big thanks to JP as always. My name is Ko. Hi, uh, I'll be playing more Valheim. We'll be finishing up Callista Protocol. Uh, we'll probably be checking out Dwarf Fortress uh, here in a what? little bit. You're, you're gonna you're gonna complete that one, right? Completionist Dwarf Fortress. Do everything there is to do in that game. I've never heard of it, but I'm already scared to think about it. Oh, oh you this Co, you just ended this tough. man's career. <laughs> <laughs> Looking it up right now. Oh my God, uh, Dwarf Fortress, hundred percent. It's on. Um, anyway, thank you all so much for being here. See you next week if I don't see you before then. I'll be on in about two and a half hours. We completely restarted our Valheim base. We're going to be working on that tonight, doing some more Mistlands farming, all that good stuff. So see you guys then. Thanks as always, and bye-bye. Awesome stuff. Thanks to all three of you for being on. Zeke, we'll see you next week. Next week on Drop Frames, we'll be doing our God of War spoiler cast, I believe. Uh, I think Zeke's finished with that. We'll check in, and if not, we'll push that back. Uh, we are restreaming the Game Awards. Uh, that's yes. on this Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern is when our show will start. I believe the full show starts at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Gerard, if you're there, we'll look out for you. If we'll, we'll try to find you in the crowd. Yeah, man. Let us know. Yeah, you'll see. You'll see me in the nosebleed seats. They will, they'll barely let me in the building. So. Uh, okay. uh, we'll try. We'll try. Uh, thank I'll you. Be, thank you. I'll be streaming some uh, Midnight Suns after this. Uh, we got some more sponsored streams coming up this week. Marvel Snap, some Dunkin' Donuts stuff, Woo. Portal stuff. There's one other one that I'm blanking out, but it doesn't matter. You can just follow my Twitter. It's Ma Mamco Bandai. Yeah, yeah. Mamco Bandai. Bamkai Namco. Mamco Bambo. Bamboo. You got to, you're cursing. You realize you're fucking your brain up right now, right? Oh, okay. <laughs> I never got to quick. say it on the show. I just got to say, go to evolution. 
also, uh, kind of interesting. So Jeff came out and he said that this year's show is going to be smaller with less titles. Really? But then he also said there's like a list of things that are going to be announced at this year's Game Awards, and there is like a lot of stuff. Like the like next, a leak uh, next list project or... from Control. Yeah, it's sort of like a leak list or just kind of like things that they've hinted at. The Diablo 4 release date. I saw that. Um, the next project from the Control devs. Um, there's the more stuff from Star Wars Jedi next one. Nice. Like maybe even uh, Hideo Kojima's next project. So like it theoretically the show's going to be smaller. Okay. But it sounds like it's going to be smaller. In what capacity hit. though? Like awards? He said. Smaller, he said or? significantly no, think... shorter. Man, they so should I just think, stop with the awards at this point. <laughs> I think. I think. I think the huh. the quote was that there's going to be less games and less like big announcements. But you know, in his mind, like the big announcement stuff, like last year's show, he said was like gigantic and there wasn't like a huge amount of stuff there. And this year, he's saying it's not as big, and it seems like there's more big stuff there. Weird. It's been hinted at. So. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. But I know Yoshi P is going to be on stage. I know they're showing Final Fantasy 16 because they tweeted as such. So <gasps> I'll look at that. No That'll way. be exciting. Uh, also, Ed Boon said no Mortal Kombat reveal or no no Nether Realm Studios uh, game reveal at the Game Awards. So that tracks. Yeah, we'll see. Damn, I can't wait to watch it though. It's still it'll still uh, be fun. Yeah, yeah. I'm, st- I'm still excited. Yeah. For sure. There's there's yeah. already confirmed a lot of like cool big things there. Yeah, so. that's true. Also. Right, Co last bit here. We got to play Street Fighter because they're doing another beta on the sixteenth. I think it's that weekend. We got to play. We got down. We got to get into it. Sure. Ooh. you guys are welcome to if, if you're uh, both fighters of the street. Gold boy can cast I, it. Yeah, we got I, love, I love. I love Street Fighters. Yeah. Did I'm you in. play? Did you play six? Oh hell yeah! Let's do it. Oh, you you were probably did you uh, go to that uh, the E3 event to play six? Were you there? Oh okay. yeah, yeah. Summer I did, Game I did Fest. As well. yeah. Oh nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. That was a fun. Well, uh, we'll touch base. Maybe set up a, a. We'll get Golden Boy to cast a little mini tournament or something. Yeah, man. Break some control. <laughs> That's it. Thanks for watching Drop Frames, everyone. We'll see you next week. Zeke will be back and uh, probably a guest or something. We'll figure it out. Have a good one. We're out of here. Bye bye.